All right. Morning, Howdy. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, I decided I was going to try to do like a little audio check. I've been fucking with filters and stuff. And oh, nice. And let's be real, I have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> so That's a, part of uh, the process, yeah, yeah. I put a noise gate on and Ooh. on my mic, and I'm fucking with the levels to see what works best. Because I don't talk real loud. I don't have like a real loud voice. So Right. That's good. That's a good thing to look into for that. Same thing. Like, I got to actually look into that, too, once I get a PC and all that fun jazz. Because it's just easier when you can just talk your normal default voice, and it can just, even if it's quiet, and it can just kind of auto-recalibrate for you. Like, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, uh, there's this dude on TikTok that I watch that he's always sharing these audio tips, and I've been kind of playing with a few of the little ideas he says. Very cool. I like that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big uh, fan of the I'd, trial I haven't error. been using OBS until like my last couple streams because for some reason Streamlabs will not work. It's just oh, it's just crashing every time I start it. That is weird. So I'm probably going to uninstall it and do that whole mess again, but in the meantime I'm using just OBS and a lot of his yeah. tips and shit are for OBS. <clears throat> well, there you go. So then it actually ends up working out. Yeah. So the only reason I, I prefer Streamlabs to OBS is because in Streamlabs, I can, I can select specifically where each um, source goes. So meaning like when, exactly. I'm, when I'm recording, I can set it to either just the raw video records or my overlays too and i could control where they go like i don't have to have everything on the recording but i like so if you go watch a twitch stream you can see all their overlays and shit yeah well these this setting allows you to separate out each individual item like whatever you don't it'll still be on like your twitch streams but the recording you save on your computer locally you can customize each each source and where where it's gonna That's go. Good point. Oh, you know, we should That's... probably throw that into one of the referral things is the Streamlabs, like almost like affiliated links. Like, you know, yeah. um there is a thing there for Streamlabs where every, you know, like a, a referral thing. Like every time you refer something, like you get a, a cut of the referment yeah. for referring someone so, to Streamlabs. Um, actually big kind of news here for everybody um i'm working Ooh. on setting up a patreon right now oh for, shit let's for go. second breakfast so i'm trying to come up with like thinking like giveaways certain kind of giveaways each month for whatever tier you decide um but that's exciting i'm, I'm still looking into it all like i got the page kind of half ass set up um and i'm just kind of going through that and adding little by little and once I get ready to launch or it gets closer to that, I'll give another update or whatever. But that's kind, oh, yeah. of, kind of the current project right now. Dude, that's cool. That's a big that's a big deal, and that's sweet because that, that's you know that's a lot of uh, can tie in with the Discord and you know people love Patreons. People like supporting small businesses. People like kind of being you know in the exclusive and that's pretty much what patreon is like you're you know you're an ex you're an exclusive membership you get 
you know, exclusive, you know, up to dates before anyone else. It's cool. I love I love that that people can 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 do that and, and utilize the the Patreon and have a lot of success with it. And and it's easy because it has value. You know, that's that's the biggest thing I was trying to explain to a couple of my friends when you do, you know, it's a lot easier like streaming and stuff when you when you already know, like, you know, if it's like so someone subscribed to your Twitch, it's because, you know, they subscribe to it because they know it already has value. It's a no brainer right. buy, you know, and then and then it's same thing. Like, it just feels good knowing like you can offer and, and you know, and people like that stuff. You know, they're they look forward to it. That's pretty sweet. Morning, Nessa. Good morning. Good morning, guys. And welcome officially. Sunday fun day. I raised my hand and then I realized I could just jump up myself. Yep, you got the power. <laughs> I was like, oh yay. Yeah. You have become I was like, no today. more struggling to get to the, the speaker part. <laughs> no, now you just have to have the headache of all the extra channels you can see. I know. Yeah. I already went through and like minimized <laughs> a bunch of them, so that way I wasn't scrolling forever. <laughs> nice. Have you seen our, our 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 secret channel for every time someone leaves the Discord? <laughs> um, probably, but I don't know. What, I didn't know that's what it was, so I probably just minimized it, so I didn't see it. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, Oz has set up all kinds of um, automations and stuff. So like when people join, like we see it. When when people leave, it shows us and all kinds of other shit too. So and because it's a set up as a community server, there's like all these other kind of options. You can like see members and if they're like flagged for like suspicious activity and shit. And that like it'll it'll track like if someone joins and then starts immediately sending people dms like it'll yeah. flag that and we'll get a message and we can go on there and check it and see what's going on and just huh. boot them and ban them for spam that's interesting it that's saves, pretty cool though it saves a lot of time and hassle yeah like, we don't get a lot of like problems in the general chat because of that now like it cuts it out like quick nice yeah those features so, are really nice oswell oh, yeah. realized that all of the second breakfast tabs were capitalized. So he messaged me yesterday and was like, how did you capitalize all of the tabs in the sandbox server? I'm like, oh, it's just a website that I use to copy and paste fonts. And he's like, he sent me this gif or this emoji where it was like gasping. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I sent him the website and he's like, my OCD just kicked in. I'm going to be changing some stuff around in Second Breakfast. Yeah, I know. It's the two it was different exactly fonts. Say, yeah, the curse of font. I'm just like, yeah. oh, someone discovered a new thing. <laughs> it does make it look it. nicer, though. It does, I and, and we're always trying to, like, freshen stuff up around here. Yeah. He works his ass off on it, man. I, he really does. I appreciate him a lot. Like, he's pretty much the fucking Discord bot. Like, you don't need anything else. Just just Oz. <laughs> just Oz. <laughs> Man, I woke up with like a really bad headache. Oh, that's rough. I know. 
Morning O, morning Havoc, morning Nasty. Yes, Nasty's good morning. out on the water, isn't he? Out there fishing. Go get, go get that fish. He's out on the field. Oh, are you going to catch a halibut? Hey, don't be catching any more fish. You have plenty. Get the yum yum. Fish is forever. There are no more fish in the sea for you, sir. Oh, no. I'm gum like fish. <laughs> I, I was calm putting that. I, I haven't actually never gone on a halibut charter. I need to fix that. If I every time if I go mute, it's because I'm coughing or blowing my nose since I'm still sick. Just a FYI. If I get temporarily unresponsive for You're temporarily unresponsive all the time. What's up, boys? What's and up, nasty? From the field. Yeah, Let's go. Oh, oh shit. What up? Yeah, we are wow. broadcasting live from Rock and Roll Fishing Charters out of Flint, Connecticut, and we have awesome freaking news. We're doing good on Holy blues, shit. awesome bluefish. We got oh, nice. Of, we got a ton of going on right now. We are already limited out on stripers. Get in the chair. Get in the chair. We got one on right now. Bye, oh. Live fish fight. Fish on, fish on. It's the man rules in this pole. It's a baby whale, Jake. It's a baby whale. It's a baby whale, Jake. It's all the aquarium. I think it's everything. It's amazing. What's going on, boys? Good morning. Sorry, he's not talking to me. I'll just mute myself. Doing good. I'll talk to you. That's what I'm going to do. It's rocking and rolling. Sunday fun day. and. Just amounts of caffeine. Finally getting over the sickness bullshit. We're inside the boat now. Nice. Looking, looking kind of Mr. Joe Cool right now. I'm always Mr. Joe Cool. Don't fucking lie. You know, you guys need your shades on. Cool. I like, I like that. A little out in the field, surrounded by like ten other. Fisherman guys, like, don't mind me. I'm just in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, there you go. Nice, nice little change. Signature. It's usually you call them out in the field randomly. But yeah, well, I'm out in the field and I actually get reception here. So oh, nice. I know because the one damn time I didn't bring the fucking fishing pole by the lake. I know. I should hear this for the next six months. Still, <laughs> fair enough. What? Fair enough. I'm whole whales. Another one. We got another one. Oh. Dude, I can't recommend this fucking charter service any more. Yeah. Anybody's out this way. Will they, will they let nice. you jump Best. off and tackle a fish? Like just jump off and grab uh, we it. We saw a seal earlier that I was I was thinking about trying to do that too. If you, you know, if, like if you do uh, some what, shit what like that, Andre? you don't record it. I'm I'm demoting yeah, you. Like on, I was I was gonna go try to pet Andre, but he looks very toothy. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that looks hella fun, though. See the brochure or whatever. These guys. That's cool as hell. I gotta actually get me one of those. Wow, wreck and roll. Let's go. That'd be a fun nice to run. Fishing charter. Not only, not only, yeah. Freaking Velo, if you make it back up here in the spring or like this time next year, we'll, we'll come out with these guys. It's Let's do it. Deal. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Just That's another adventure. Yeah. I, I dig it. 
Now I gotta get that. Japanese whale hunter. Yeah, that's the next thing. Gotta go on a fish charter, man. Gotta lock and load on that fish. Fish. Yeah, I used well, to go. Place with a freezer for yeah, that's that's definitely on the list. My plants got a little fell a little bit behind because of this damn sick sickness for like the last five days. They got this bug going around. I don't know if, if it oh, was yeah. new COVID. I don't know if it was just some nasty ass cold. I don't know, but I know it not. <laughs> it was pretty nasty. Knocked me on my ass for like five days. Yeah, your beer's looking good. I'd be, yeah, I'd be admiring I'm, it too. I'm sunburned to hell. It's great. Oh, can't tell with the lighting, but all good oh, in the no, hood. Right. You pretty sunburned? Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. You're gonna be crispy in the morning. I got perma sunburn on my yeah, face it's too. Fine. It's fine. I'm crispy. It, need the lotion. It puts the lotion on the skin, or else it gets the hose again. No, by all means, it's freaking awesome. It gets you some noxema. I'll, I'll, I got the gauges here. I'll be good by tomorrow. There you go. But shit, you're a welder. You ought to be used to that shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, as as the I like plan professional off. welder fabricator, I will recommend one thing that anybody who gets like not severe blister sunburn, but if you get pretty good sunburn, uh, you got one thing and it's going to suck for the entire time. We go home and then hop in the shower. Hot shower. Don't take a hot shower. Take like a normal shower. That's where I fucked up. You scrub the shit out of me. I'll just like that. Uh, yeah, you got the little poofy thing. You'll be fine. Nice. Oh, yeah. It's like when someone gets burnt and I tell them, be all like, you got pickle juice or mustard? And they're like, what? Be like, vinegar, bro. Um, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, believe it or not, engine. Ooh, that's a nice one too. No, if you got like a real bad burn, take an oatmeal got, bath. Yeah, like if you got a real, real bad burn, like you third degree or more, you know, instantly put engine oil on it because it's gonna suck the heat out of it. Exactly. Word. Yeah, because that shit is fucking burns deep. Some yeah. nasty heat. No, that's fucking sick, dude. I'm happy for you. That looks like a kick-ass fucking fish charter. Sun, oh, yeah, sunburn good. tips from Nasty in the Field. I know. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> hey, hey, guess what, Nasty? Guess what? 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 That flannel's really cool, man. I want one. Where'd you get it? My what? The flannel you're wearing. Where'd you get it? Oh, this is the Orvis. Oh. Is yeah. that car hurt? No, it's Orvis. Orvis? Cool. Or, or, or VIS. Gotcha. Looks comfy. This is the equivalent of having like a whole hoodie. Nice. In fact, I might take this shit off. This is it's like check the chat below. Okay, I'm checking chat. Let's take a look. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. If you guys are, if you guys are still on. Get back to the dock. I'll see a bunch of like, dripping drinks and shit. Hell yeah. Well, let yeah. us know. Have fun. You catch the fish, man. Be 
be the fisherman, man. Man. Fishman. The fish. After the fish. You get to fish. The fish whisperer. Is there a gift for fish whisperer right now? Yeah. Fish. Whisperer. Yep. Yep, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> you just had me look it up, too. Oh, my God, Rod. You <laughs> used the same one. <laughs> they popped up the exact same time, too. Oh, hold on. Wow. <laughs> just happened. Look at that. Seven, two of them, both of them at 7, 17 a.m. Well, for me, 7, 17 a.m. Anyways, I'm going to talk to you guys later. I'll pop back. All right, bud. Bye. Have fun. Enjoy your fishing yep, trip. And your twisted tees. And he's gone. And all of that jazz. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Well, that was our nice little episode of Out in the Field. Nasty version. <laughs> Out there fishing. Hitching Very cool. Offers. Okay, one second. I gotta actually... I have to actually get dressed so I can get me a monster. BRB. One second. Like, two so seconds. So, Oz shared this thing the other day. And I'm trying to find it. I don't remember where he posted it. But it was a Lex Friedman podcast with him and Mark Zuckerberg. But they did it from... Oh, I just saw that. Yeah, they did it from inside the headsets. And they used like, it was... these photorealistic scans. And that shit was creepy. It was, um, where did I see it? It was in VR Newsroom? Maybe. No, I don't see it in there. No? Okay, then maybe it wasn't that. I know there's a bunch of stuff about it, about the stuff they talked about, but... Oh, where did he share that at? I don't know. I was looking, I was searching them because um, I accidentally clicked on something that showed someone hand drawing the Wu-Tang Clan um, symbol. Oh, yeah. But I can't find it anymore. And I clicked through everything and I'm like, where was that? <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. And there's shit that I'll I'll come across just scrolling through the channels and be like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but that thing, man, that was it's it's creepy because it was so like realistic looking and it was in real time, like as he spoke like and made facial expressions, so did his avatar. Yeah, that is the one that I see. Is that not the let me check. Um, that's, I... that's not the video. He Oh, well, oh, okay. it is in there, though. The video is in that link. But the one he originally shared, like, you could watch the video in, in the in the Discord without leaving it. But Oh, okay. But, yeah, it was – it's cool. But the fact that it's that realistic is insane. Yeah. And then they have that fucking – like the – oh, what's it called? The mixed reality part of it where the pass-throughs are so much better. And you can basically put really all of your games inside like your house, like, and just nice. have fucking portals to these other worlds, essentially, like on the wall of your fucking kitchen. Yeah. It's okay. It's I'm insane, just how how far it's it's come. Welcome since, back. Shit, since the quest well, two. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, which headset are we talking about? Um, just the advancement from Quest two to three. We started off. We was nice. talking about that video that Oz shared, the Lex Friedman, Mark Zuckerberg interview, where they mm-hmm. did it from inside the Quest Pros, and they used those like these photorealistic scans, and it looked so real when they were talking. They like did the whole interview oh, yeah. from inside, like the metaverse, essentially. Actually, actually, what's really cool about that, and now I understand, because I heard it, I just didn't hear like what headsets. So, uh, yes, all that's super true. And uh, I actually caved yesterday, and I actually bought me the Quest Pro yesterday. I have it. I tried it yesterday, and uh, I, and uh, they has it has more features, um, like you know the go live function for Facebook that yeah. it wasn't working for the Quest Two. It worked for the Quest Pro, which means it will probably work for the Quest Three when uh it releases also um but no it it does have legit built-in like eye tracking and face tracking so the moment i slapped it on and got it all there wasn't even almost no configuration at all and so now i have perfect face tracking like on my default avatar if i invite you guys to my like oculus homeworld you'll see it like it mirrors yeah it mirrors my perfect well that's why i started thinking is that so the quest 3 is a big deal for standalone right but if you anyone that uses pc or whatever once you go in and you're using pc vr it kind of all goes out the window um the quest 3 is still really gangster um mostly because of the passive like you're talking about and you know the ar integration the mixed reality that's that's what i tried yesterday and that's still like my feet get tingly <laughs> out of out of surprise and shock because of how 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 vivid it is how trippy it is um but yeah no you can just grab something and just boop, throw it into your personal space and it's just playing and i guess it's even more clear when you hook up to a computer um but yep no yep it's 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 a it's a real uh, thing and the controllers are actually fucking heavy. They got yeah. some fucking weight Dude, to it. Those those pro controllers are fucking badass though. They basically track themselves. Yeah, dude, they have three cameras per controller. So you yeah. got three cameras in the left, three in the right, and then you have the three on the headset. So you have nine cameras. So once I get a PC, like I already have like a piece like they're so advanced, like the HTC Vive trackers that people usually get for put them on their feet and their waist for full body tracking. Like they count as one of those, yeah. except they're more, they're more advanced. Like your hand can go behind you, behind your body. And it's still going to track it perfectly because it has three cameras fucking on it. Not including the two cameras pointing down from the headset, looking down on you. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really crazy actually. And it's cool. There's like, it's got like pistol grip on them so like you have really good traction yeah because they don't even have if... that tracking ring anymore mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty sweet it doesn't have the vertical strap which was kind of weird to me so but it was it's really comfortable it doesn't, it doesn't still have, have the string audio it doesn't have um the string or it has the it's just a twist you know on the back of the um traction strap ah. it's just an adjustment and that's all all there is but you can get a strap and Man, to I, get the vertical I, strap i like the knuckle straps 
yeah, those are pretty sweet. Like so I, 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 I have, um, I don't have any particular kind of strap, <laughs> actually. Um, mine is just two pieces of Velcro that came with my gun stock that I bought when I was, you know, playing comp. And it's just right. two pieces of Velcro that, like, on each one that I have ran, like a knuckle strap. But it has worked for me for, oh, I don't know, a couple years. So, Badass. if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I mm-hmm. have the I have the Kiwi knuckle straps and them things oh. are game changers. Yeah, I'm it's I'm waiting. I'm just gonna wait to get anything new for my quest until I upgrade because I'm gonna get a quest three. It's yeah. just I don't know who brought up the Velcro, but I've been doing the same thing. Like I got a little Velcro strap thing and yeah. just like use the actual like cord from the controller. Yeah, it it works. Like I've used it for a long time. I don't even use straps anymore. I haven't thrown a controller in so long. Yeah, I'm not taking that chance. Wait, why would you guys have yeah, a controller? There's various reasons. Because we don't have fancy kiwi straps. Yeah, there's there's various reasons you would uh, throw a controller in VR. You grenades. Play, play That's why I don't use grenades. I've never even... That's crazy. I just use them because they're comfortable to use. Yeah, they look I, super I use them because I don't like throwing my controllers. And one of them actually one time. I like threw a grenade so hard. It, it, yep, grenades. It, well, it slid the battery cover off and oh, like shit. pulled the whole strap out, and I still threw that damn controller. Wow. And if, if anybody would have been standing in front of the stove, like it would have nodded their head <laughs> because I fucking just hummed that motherfucker at the wall. I mean, I've like punched walls and shit, but I've never thrown my controller. Like, it's never gotten thrown out of my hand. Yeah, sometimes Could you, you imagine punching a wall with three cameras on your you controller. Throw it. I'd like to see the recording footage from that, from those cameras. Just <laughs> oh my controller god! Point of view. You guys are gonna enjoy the the, the pancake lens on the Quest Three because I I tried it on the on the Quest Pro and I could actually watch something in 4K on like YouTube, like 4K 60 frames a second. It was disgusting. It was disgustingly beautiful in vr oh they also have a sorry yeah you're good yeah it's just as good as uh what you know as an hd tv in in our in real life like there's no difference you can't tell the difference the quality is so good so just that's the pancake lens is real that was that was my my main impressive thing was you know the lens difference Dude, it's, it's supposed real. to be a, a pretty big fucking increase in like resolution just because of the lenses alone. Yeah, it's fucking gangster. So, you know, we'll see. You know, the Quest 3 is going to release here soon. I'm excited for it. And, you know, they might. I was wondering. I, I was going to see if they were going to do like some sort of bring your old Quest, get a credit for your. Quest three, but I, I think don't think that's doing that. I was wondering if they were, but I don't think they they will. But there's a they might be releasing something called the the Quest three Lite, which is pretty much like a two hundred dollar variant of the Quest three, which sounds Wonder insane. What, what would be the tech differences between the? It two? would just be a rebranded Quest two. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Because a so Quest two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how would they do that? Well, they probably have so Maybe. much extra product. 
guess... they're probably going to take them apart and put them into a new case and sell it as a light. Huh. Maybe they get rid of the, the full color pass throughs. That's got to be really tech heavy, just having that. Maybe. They're also going to do a warranty plan, so like a protection plan. Oh, yeah. And I think it's it's pretty cheap, like forty five bucks for like, I, oh shit, I forget what it was, but it did seem reasonable that they have a protection plan, uh, straight through Meta now for the Quest threes, which is good if they're really putting cool. cameras on the actual like I controller. I the three. Oh, I am. Yeah, All my issues absolutely. are stemming to how shit this this thing is, and I just I don't play VR enough anymore to actually fork the money to buy one. Oh really? It's okay because the Quest Two was still works really good for PC VR. I mean, that's my yeah. main. Yeah, that was my main PC VR because you won't you won't know the difference. It's it's it, as long as it's not 4K, like it doesn't. That's like the real gap. Like, so it's a you know it's, it's there's an upgraded year... Wi-Fi chip in the three. Yeah. So if you're doing AirLink and fit, it's going to be way smoother. Yeah, it's a two year protection plan. Yeah, that'll happen too. And for the 128 gig, it's 39.99. Yeah, that ain't bad. And for the 512 gig, damn, it's 512 gig. Holy shit. Um, it's 49.99. So it, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I'm not be getting the five pro. That's not bad at all. Especially have all the issues I've had, like all the joysticks. Like they better have their joysticks on, like <laughs> down pat for this because they're gonna have a lot of claims. How much is it? The 30. The I think the I think it's five hundred for the one twenty eight, and it's like six seventy five for the two fifty. Holy shit! I just bought an Xbox for that price. <laughs> hey, Xbox! I, I'm an Xbox fanboy, so I'm like, I'm not going to tell you, you made it's, the wrong choice. The base but... one is four <laughs> I don't know. I've played even ever since VR came into my life. I really don't play. PlayStation nearly as much, and it's like you know, not playing. I play Starfield. It's actually funny. Um, Oswald, he, I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna go play Call of Duty. He goes, you play that a lot, don't you? And I was like, are you judging me right now? <laughs> are you on the Warzone hype? Or are you well, on the Warzone hype? I've actually been playing a mixture between DMZ and Campaign. Oh, cool. I. I actually really like DMZ. Warzone, DMZ. I'm not that DMZ advanced cool. yet. So I'm like... That's when you do stupid shit like me and you, you put C4 under a car and you hide in a window in a, in a building in a heavily suburban area. You shoot your gun in the air. You shoot your gun in the air right by the car and then you fly inside the house and you wait. And then when they get close, <laughs> you detonate the C4. <laughs> you're just like wow methodical I'm good job just like wow i'm like you're the jerk that's done that to me <laughs> I, i'm that guy i'm the guy that does the stupid shit where i'm like let's fly on top of the lighthouse and then uh have a, a sniper rifle and go hunting just you know just drink a beer for the walls so the the so on the quest three it has the let's see it's got a Snapdragon XR2 chip, second gen, and the Quest 2 has the first gen chip, so supposedly it's got double the graphic processing. Damn. That's great for standalone. Yeah, and then the the 
the pass-through cameras are RGB color cameras, so they have, you know, all the color range to to give a good pass-through. So I wonder if that it'd be powerful enough to run the PC clients on standalone with the upgrades. Probably not, right? But close. I mean, you're, you're going to have a lot more HD, like, you know, with the PC VR, with the Quest 3, just because of the the optical lens difference you know so not only it, it's the lens can high it can do a higher resolution so if the quest think of it like this if the quest 2 by a default can handle 1440p you know at 120 hertz then the quest 3 and so, then the quest pro they handle you know higher resolution things in in vr and because of the pancake lens that's really you know the difference is that pancake lens <clears throat> Oh, I got blown up. So there's, it's the both displays. Each eye are 2064 <laughs> by 2208 resolution per eye. So that's that's a lot of fucking pixels. It's got 3D audio. I wonder if it's gonna be as comfortable as it is, like with glasses. As the first one, or is the second one? Oh, that's a good point. Because I wear my glasses. I don't do the the lens like <clears throat> Oswell has suggested to me. But I, my with my glasses, I'm comfortable with them with the Quest Two. So I'm wondering if the Quest Three, if they designed it um, to support that, it, it looks similar as far as like inside the faceplate goes. Looks like there's yeah. about as much space as before. So maybe they'll either include the extension in the box again, or they'll sell it separate. Yeah, most likely. And then the the stock head is a little different too that comes with it. Oh, that's it my biggest fear. How are the gun stocks going to work out for these new controllers? Is it not possible to uh, order the quest with uh, diopters? <laughs> maybe. Uh, right now, I don't think so. Oh, so wait, so wait, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't really done much research on the Quest Three, but I'm assuming the controllers are different than the like as far as design goes as yeah, the second one. Yeah, if if you're curious on like what they look like, then it's basically the Pro controllers. So if you know what those uh... look like, there's there's they they look the same essentially, but there's no like that ring's gone. So does that mean, so like what Ziggy was saying, does that mean that it's not going to, like they might not be compatible with most gunstock? Um, probably. If your gunstock relies on the ring, then yeah, you're going to wait for somebody to oh. make an adapter for new ones. Yeah. Okay. But if not, if it's like the cupped uh, magnet ones, it should be okay because those are top mounted inside a cup, right? Yeah, the I mean, at the shape might be a little different, so they might not quite fit snug, but... You would definitely have to buy some new pieces. Yeah. I mean, you can make it work with those ones, but if, if they use attachments, like, to the ring, then no, you wouldn't be able to. Okay. Dude, this is so nice, the gun stock that I have, it's just the hand, the bottom part of my controller. Oh, yeah, then it, it should work. I mean, it, it may sit use a little a gun looser, it may sit kind of weird, but it should work. With I do have a gun stock. Modifications. 
That's cool. I finally got Morning, mine fixed Oz. up again. Morning, Oz. Welcome. Hello, Oz. Welcome to the show. Oh, those so, nice. I, I, I discovered a really cool trick, and you guys are going to think this is really sweet, too. So you can use the Quest Pro controllers with the Quest 2 or Quest 3. So you yeah. don't have to buy the Quest Pro. You can just buy the, the damn controllers. I think it's like 300 bucks or something. Yeah, and then just yeah, yeah, Fluff you just has sync the them up. Pro controllers, and he fucking swears by them. Yeah, that's, that's what awesome. That's cool. She says she I loves them way more than the Quest Two controllers. God, they're so comfy. It's it's stupid. It's like hand ASMR. I'm like I was like, this feels great. Why do I want to like not put these down? <laughs> no shit. Mm-hmm. Pretty real. But yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. Like, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, they got a lot of really cool stuff coming down the pipe here, and uh, you guys hear that they're probably working on a new Steam uh, Index headset. Yeah, they're already um, doing a beta well, of Steam well, VR two point. I saw. Oh, was, also, let me find it. Um, it was like a standalone. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Like its own little more friendly, was, like PC capable. Ooh. Yeah, like not like you don't have to hook it to a PC, but it has like its own little base station kind of thing that acts as. Wow. Now those are more expensive, right? Aren't those like in the thousand range? Uh, oh, yeah. some of them are the like oh. like the main ones. Yeah, like nine hundred to twelve hundred, unless you get into like the fucking. Varho Arrow and stuff, and those are like a little more than that. They just cut the um the Varjo in by fifty percent. It's about it was like two thousand bucks, and I think it's only a yeah it's thousand down bucks to a thousand now. But that thing is pretty. Beefy. Oh, I paid nine hundred euros for it, so euros is uh, equal with uh, dollar. Nice. So oh wow! Get it much more cheaper. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's good. Yeah. But yeah. But you no, you I, need also the base stations and you need uh, controllers. Yeah? yeah, you must. Uh, so yeah. I think that's that, that's the cool thing where you know before people were you know the price of some VR headsets were like, um, you know, but they're not factoring in like ease of accessibility. Where if you got to get PC VR, you got to get a PC that's strong enough to handle the PC VR. Then you got to get the full VR system, and then all the Little features that Lowell just mentioned, all the doodads. Was that's why, you know, back in the day to have eye and face tracking, you had to use HTC Vive Pro Two, Pro One, Pro Two, and then you had to get the two different attachments and shit, and then. The I had one. The cable management was atrocious. Only recently did it come up with a wireless adapter. You know, but it was a badass piece of machinery. But it, it, it was just cables, 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 fucking everywhere. It was disgusting. That's why it was sweet where, you know, you have everything being more wrapped into one unit and something less than a thousand bucks or right at a thousand bucks. You know, that's why Meta's 
crushing the VR. It's because they are making it more affordable for people. And yeah, the standalone, the graphics aren't that, you know, top notch as a PC, obviously, but technology will eventually catch up. Um, you know, they, there was even talks. It's, I think, next year, end of next year, they got a. I'll have to research and post it in the chat, but they're going to have like standalone VR consoles where it has a, a, a tower and a base that it syncs to so that you don't even need a PC to have PC yeah, that's, VR. That's kind of what I was talking about with the Steam one. I'm trying to find it. I think it's the um, Index that, uh, 2. That's what, it's nice. It's supposed nice. to be standalone or wired. Like, Nice. That's sick. And then it just appeases to a lot of people. And then, obviously, you know, anyone that's got a monster PC is always going to get, you know, the best VR systems if they can afford it, you know? Supposed <laughs> it's to have so dual OLED screens, 4K resolution. Um, what else we got? Fuck. Pancake lenses. So I think that's going to be the standard for a while. Pancake there lenses. Was this... There's this one where it was like 8K like per eye. So it was like 16K. It was just this atrocious. Pimax or something? The Primix? It might have been that. The Pimax. Something like that. It's something incredibly. Yeah, that thing's supposed to have like an 8K fucking resolution. And that's crazy. That's monstrous, dude. I can't even like imagine like what that is. So that's where Apple like people it thought it was unnecessary at that point. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. They thought they thought Apple was competing with um like Meta and shit and just like no, like they they actually did a do a great accomplishment. They made, you know, arguably one of the most powerful headsets at half the price, even though the thirty five hundred dollar price tag's fucking monstrous as well. But the competitor it was facing that had the same features is priced at seven thousand, and it does, has only like half the features in terms of pixels and resolution. And it, yeah, so you know it it's an AR, it's more of like an AR headset, you know, more than a a mixed reality headset, more than an actual full VR. And it's Apple, so it's it's meant for Apple people and you know, their MacBooks and shit. But I'm curious to see what it'll look like. Their shit's probably going to be really wild mixed reality. Apparently, there was, it was either that or something else where the resolution, the same optics as that of the human eye equivalent. So your full color pass through, it's like sword art online. You you have crazy fucking overlays on top of your normal vision. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> it's, it's, Getting really far really fast. Excuse me. So it's it's exciting to see, but man, slow down a little bit, you know? Yeah, I know. It's not even uh can't keep up. Been that long. Mm-hmm. The the rate of technology. You know, maybe this is a good discussion point. Where do we think what do we what do you think the future of VR is going to look like, guys? What are, what, what are we looking at here? What are it's going to be like that episode be? of Black Mirror. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. It's going to be wild, I think. I think it's going to be, eventually, there's going to be nothing, like, no no peripheral that, like, you necessarily have to... I think they'll put them on some, like, really thin glasses types of thing. Like, they'll be able to, like, shove it down so compact that it won't really feel like you're wearing much. But you'll still have to wear something. 
Kind of yeah. like the Apple glasses, you know well, those. I, I think, I think the way things are yeah. going too, people are going to start doing more, um, like kind of like the Neuralink type stuff. And uh, I hate thinking about that as a possibility, go, personally. Well, I think once they perfect that and figure that out, then it's probably be at some point. May not be for another, I don't know, hundred years, two hundred years, something like that. But it, it, it'll become. Would you guys personally adopt that the Neuralink? No, like it's so this is where we get to the philosophical difference now is because, you know, human to technology integration, right? That's pretty much what that entails. That's yeah. what it means. It, and it that's, gives you an that's a big for everything that you do already. What if here with her like they're it's prop here's the crazy thing it's probably going to work people are going to go for it but here here's what's going to happen right like every every about 10 years you you know new generations of people get more open-minded and flexible with technology right at the end of the day so over time eventually it won't be so frowned upon or looked at it like what the fuck like it'll just be like you know a part of everyday life and that's just where it's gonna eventually go so meta actually already announced from uh zuckerberg himself um their roadmap leading up to 2027 is they want to set the new technological industrial standard that surpasses the smartphone and the way that they're going to do that yeah, yeah, yeah. is but the way that they're going to do that, that's going to be using like smartwatches and a type of um, band interface, or excuse me, uh, it, you'll have a smartwatch and like smart glasses. Yeah, like, like some band. Ray-Ban stories. Yeah. That's crazy. That's what I was just talking about, having like a thin form factor. And I was going to say it, but having it like tethered to something else, but I couldn't think of what it would be. Smartwatch would be, that's smart. Yeah. Well, it's, so there's a band on your hand and your wrist and you have a smartwatch and then you can have either, you know, a thing of, and it doesn't have to be glass. They could be contacts. You won't even know someone has it, but the same gestures you use on your smartphone, cause it's buttonless. It's the same thing, except you're just swiping in the air and you can see everything just default and it's not invasive. You're not having a chip or a needle in your brain. It just registers the brain waves and the patterns for it to function, so it's not invasive. It's not reading your mind or any crazy exactly. shit. You're gonna have to have a surgery to partake in a consumer like product, dude. Right, that's, and that's so, where I think the, the line gets crossed for me. Well, and same thing, you know, it, it goes down to a lot of philosophical, a lot of you know, it's never, it's kind of alien. It's never been done before, right? But but it's here's the alien. thing though that I, here's the thing I will say though. If they can do it and they can successfully prove that they can cure um, mental disease, if they can cure Alzheimer's, if they can cure blindness, then absolutely, they can, cure, you know, then then I'm I'm and and then there's no crazy fallbacks. You know, they're gonna have to have prototypes. They're gonna have to figure out at some point. But but if it can cure, you know, if it can delete blindness off of the earth, if it can do get rid of Alzheimer's. That's what happened to my dad's dad, and it was terrible. Um, well, that's more of a medical standpoint than a consumer it is, standpoint. It, it is though because it's 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 interface with your brain, you know. So when they do the Neuralink, that's the whole point is 
you have every, you know, it's the human technology hybrid, you know, but, you know, it, it starts off consumer, consumer grade. So I guess I am maybe sidetracking a little bit, but, but that, that is there would probably that be an attempt to transition the medical into consumer. I think that's where shit's going to get weird. Yeah. And just, just look at it. Like, let's see, like my dad, look at all of our parents and shit. They, they didn't have internet. They had a rotary phone. And then look how we're living now. And we got holograms, robots, AI. Bring the rotary phone reality, back. Virtual reality. <laughs> yeah. Give me my foot phone right now. And that's just within <laughs> one generation. That's in the, it's just what Rod said. That's just one generation. So, you know, like, that's the thing is, like, enjoy the conveniences of technology that we do have now because it's going to get fucking wild later in the near future well, like the next if, 20 years if you think about it too <laughs> like the way technology advances it just advances faster and faster and faster because your technology is advancing so you have better ways of researching better ways of figuring stuff out so then naturally that's going to get faster because your technology is getting better to do the actual work and then it just the speed at which things progress compounds the faster you advance and so like, yeah. it's, it's going to get wild and it's going to get wild fast. There's going to be all kinds of weird fucking like consumer devices and shit like that. That some of it's going to be like right. super gimmicky and some of it's going to be like, whoa, this is really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. They've I, already been doing. I, I think if, if it becomes interface with like your brain, like Neuralink and stuff like that, I think really it has to be security prioritized. Like your your security better be better than the actual product, because that opens the door for all kinds of bullshit and shenanigans. Oh yeah, and, and we all know like pe people. people are generally <laughs> fucking horrible, so they're, they're gonna yeah. do. I mean, your brain. Mm -hmm. You know how they have a remote desktop and they just remote into a computer right how terrifying if they just remote <laughs> into another person well and that's that's kind of the point i'm i'm trying to make there is you yeah you, you have to be able to guarantee that shit can't happen and that's something you can't do what about recording your everyday life 24 7 and you can go back and see whatever you want to see at any time that i feel like that shit like they they were doing that black mirror Black, yeah, that's one of the things where like bring it up and be like what about this <laughs> they'd have arguments from like know. seven years ago i, I don't know if i'd want that <laughs> yeah know, it's like the past is the past you know like dwell on that shit but if they can do it they're going to market it they oh, can make absolutely. that point of sale yeah and if and then you know people are getting more accept acceptance to it they, they don't even it's one of the things that's like people won't think twice about being like yeah it's cool let's do it and then they won't realize the gravity until only after it's a thing likewise same thing with companies they maybe they had good intention and they only thought like oh that's a cool little feature without understanding the underlying gravity of what would come later because of that feature of that technology and how it would be used you know it's like look at the crazy shit that we do in some video games and they can design and it's game designers they're like how the hell do they do that i'm like i don't know we've never thought of that and be like oh and that's just a game it's just a game it's not like that bad you know people do interesting things so you know that's that's a damn good point that's a 
it, it, it's interesting. Like before, it was a lot easier. Like, oh, you know, we'll have the next Nintendo game console come out, or oh, I bet, you know, they're gonna have two or three more versions of the Xbox. You know, it's a lot easier to predict now. It's like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, <clears throat> it's, it's yes, wild. but it was always the same. Everything, what's new? Oh my god, I'm scared. Yeah, because it's new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fear of the unknown, the uncertainty of it. Yeah. You know, that's... They're afraid of something what's new, what they don't know. That's that's very true, and that like if people could get around that, then things would move so much smoother. But I think it's kind of human nature to not be so accepting of things which you don't know, because well. A lot of times, like I said, people are shit. <laughs> and usually have like ulterior motives. So Yeah, that's true. But we'll find out here in three years if they're able to make that new thing, that leap to to surpass smartphones, because now it's all gonna if all the smartphones think of it like this. Like right we're in a weird little tech technological revolution. Now all of our smartphones can record and display 4K. They're buttonless, they're wireless, they're small, they're compact, they're like a mini computer. Okay, so how are you going to make the new product? How are they going to one-up the new product? So, you know, and then there are all the other companies, they're competing because they want to make that dollar. So they got to make a crazier product. So because of that <laughs> corporate competition for that dollar, you know, the technology is just <laughs> skyrocketing. It's it's crazy. Because then, like, what next? That's all these phones. They Like, I got an iPhone 12 Pro Max. I got this brand new when it first came out. Now they already have, like, within two years, the iPhone 15 or something. Like, it's it's crazy. Or maybe it was two or three years ago. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Wow. Like, slow the fuck down. Like, you can't, <laughs> yeah, you literally, dude. you can't keep up. No, you can't. It's crazy. I'm like, this is paid off now, and there's like three grades higher. What the I hell? Think, yeah, I think the way, the way to like kind of circumnavigate that, so to speak, would be like figure out which one you, you want to get the, you know, whatever flagship phone you want, but get like, so like, the, the iPhone 12, for instance, you get the iPhone 12 Pro, you get like the best version of it so that it, you know, lasts you a few years. And then by then, then you can get the next good, good one that you can, you know, run with for a couple years. And you don't have to fucking upgrade every single time they get a new one, which a lot of people do. And I guess that's why it works is because people will be like, oh, got to get that new hot shit. Right, like me, I'm still using the same fucking Galaxy Note 10 I've had for shit like five years, four years. It's a piece of shit, and I hate it, but it still works, so I use it. <laughs> but I'm also a cheap bastard. Yeah, and I think paying fucking thousand dollars for a phone is ridiculous. Yes, good. I know. Yeah, actually, the new know. iPhone around about two thousand euros here by us. Eh. It's crazy to me. Yeah, 
Like it's a phone. Like at the end, I mean, it does a lot, sure. But at the end of the day, man, it's a phone. Like I can do everything I do on my phone on hell my fucking potato laptop. So it's <laughs> yeah. Like it's right. cool. It's cool to have fucking YouTube and like all that stuff on my phone. But is it worth like that much money to me? No, it's not. Yeah, like I'm over here, like, oh, it's got a lidar sensor. Do I use it? Fuck no. <laughs> right. You know, it's like well, with with that crazy. actually, like, you could actually do some cool shit with that because you could use some some camera apps will allow 3D scanning with those lidar cameras. Oh wow. That was the whole. Yeah, I thought about. I, I messed around. With, I messed around with 3D scanning there for a bit. I found a good app called Polycam. And it's really fucking sweet. It even uh, if you subscribe to it, uh, the app itself, like when you like I, that's how I used when I was uh, doing my house remodel. Is instead of using the ruler and standard tape measure, I just made a three D scan and then I, and it calculated all the measurements for me, and then I cross referenced it with a uh, real tape measure, and it was <laughs> it worked. That's it was cool. Stupid. And I have a I actually have an old three D printer that. I gotta do some repairs on, but um, I don't have anywhere really to set it up, so I haven't. And that's kind of something now I those, want to get back into. Those machines, I think, are really, really fucking cool. Yeah, I, and... I, I want to get a resin printer really oh, bad because, dude, they look so sick. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Um, the one I have now, I... though, it's it's a big printer. Like I can, it has an eleven by eleven by eleven fucking print space. So. Like anything within like an eleven inch cube, I can fucking print. That's fucking sweet, dude. I seen this guy. He has a giant industrial size like three D printer. Oh, that'd be And awesome. it takes like, and it takes like a week to print off. But this guy, he was making human size like figures with it. Yeah, he would. That'd be fucking. And, you know, legit. he 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 had to do it in like three pieces, and each segment took like seven days. To, to print and all the material but he was selling these giant things of figures at perfect dimensions you know it, dude technology's crazy yeah you know they're starting they're trying to 3d print houses now dude they are free. they're <laughs> not trying motherfucker they are doing it and it's you're right fucking they nuts. are fucking doing it it's it's, it's like this concrete mixture but mm-hmm. it's just a big ass fucking extruder that just spits this shit out and it's crazy just it's it's basically yeah. a fucking like a car wash hose swivel on a fucking concrete tube we'll call it and then it's just relayed to the damn computer and prints that shit out in theory it's a very simple concept if you can do the code and you have a you know a good enough board that's programmed to do it and the equipment wow. to throw one together it really wouldn't take a whole hell of a lot to to put something like that together it would be more that's work so on the back cool. end and tuning and like coding and shit to get it to work than it would take to build it like the actual physical part of it yeah that's pretty impressive yeah, it's that's pretty sweet. It's crazy too, and man, you can throw up a fucking a house with it in yeah, twenty four hours, and that's you you could unreal. literally fucking solve homelessness. 
at you know that's what uh, cost. they have another company that's called boxable where it's uh they're trying to create affordable housing for the populace and it's a sibling company for uh teslas yeah um kind of like starlink yeah and there's also this fucking while we're on the subject of like cheap housing and concrete and shit there's a shit i come across they call it aircrete and it's essentially concrete but they use dish soap or some kind of sooty mixture to pump air into the concrete mix and it just uses less concrete it's still you know durable it's not as durable but in areas where it doesn't matter how durable shit is you can use that and works just like concrete and like half as much that's what's up that's so cool see that's all i want i want like a little nice small cute home on a you know, with privacy, with a big-ass garden, have my little office and game station. You know, I call it the office, really. It's just my game station. <laughs> one and, the same. You know, one and the same. And then uh, that's it. Life's good. You know, just, you know, enjoy, you know, the journey and shit. Uh, you know, this, you know, what I really think is the cool thing about technology is the increased viability for people who work for themselves successfully yeah. in a lot of different ways. And I think that's probably one of the most motivational things every day that I wake up is you know, you're like, damn it, I live in the year 2023, almost 2024. There's all this stuff and all those opportunities. You know, yeah, it takes work. Like passive income doesn't actually exist. It takes a lot of work, but there's a lot of viable options. And the hardest thing now is just picking and choosing shit. <laughs> versus before you didn't have much options you're over here like well i'm gonna have to get this car wash going <laughs> like that's what the options were back in the day yeah you you can do so much now yeah just you know you can game station like computer whatever right i try to explain that to one of my buddies because he he didn't he didn't understand the twitch shit he didn't understand twitch he didn't understand live streaming and i told him be like well, you do play some games. They're like, yeah. I'm just like, and you enjoy drinking your beers, yeah? He's like, yeah. Okay, and you do it, what, every weekend? He's like, well, of course. I'm okay. I want you to imagine that you make an extra thousand bucks a month in that same thing, and you can do the same exact thing. Yeah. And, and he just, I, his eyes got, yeah, and his eyes got, got big. I'm like, even if it's only 500 bucks a month, I'm just like, you are getting paid to just chill and then just do your thing, hang out with your buddies, and go on funny, you know, little online adventures. And and then he starts bobbing his head like, oh, yeah, I see. That's pretty sweet. And be like, yeah. You, but you have to build the framework first. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, then you got to market it. It is t- a lot of work. But, you know, it, but every, you know, it's like that market research. You keep looking at all the, all the case studies, all the successful streamers. And by successful, I mean like, successful small streamers because you don't have to be a big streamer you, you don't even have to be a moderate streamer you know like um there's some people that are, they'll stay at a consistent 60 views they'll never get partner and they're sad yeah, <laughs> you can still do that you know they, they, they funnel to their you know it, it, it's all about funnels you know then they funnel to their youtube the one twitch clip made 
10 posts on 10 different uh, social media platforms. Each one got, you know, 10,000 views or no, or, or a hundred thousand views, you know, um, it's crazy. You know, this, if you look closely at the Joe Rogan experience podcast, that's exactly what he does. He went from an audio, then he recorded it and then he made clips of it. And then he just pushed out the same clips on three different medias and then gave a little bit extra on each different one to give more of a reason why you should follow my Instagram versus following my Facebook, you know, each one does a different thing, right? It's not all just copy and paste, but that's what he did. And then he funneled it and now it's, you know, then it works. Like it, like these, there are proven systems that work. You know, there's, there's a reason that these people do the same thing. There's a reason on YouTube, they do the affiliated marketing and the way that they do their descriptions for their YouTube's uh, videos. Sorry, I'm ranting. The coffee's kicking in. I'll, <laughs> I'll stop. No, it's I'll good stop. shit. Keep going. Mm. Okay, so then, okay, you guys want to know how to make any, you know, how how YouTube video works? You want to know why YouTube's a big thing? So YouTube is integrated with Google. So when you when someone types into Google, and those the, the same words and letters in the search bar for Google is is for your you for the title of your YouTube video, it's going to pop up, right? You know, there's an algorithm, of course, that's going to put it to the forefront versus others or whatever. So if you go into Google, you type something, and you hit the video tab. You're, that's why you all those YouTube videos. So YouTube and Google are the same thing. Google Analytics is YouTube Analytics. And Google is very powerful, and everyone uses Google. That's why YouTube can be hyper explosive with their short format. So um, the way that the algorithm works is for YouTube is you have a good thumbnail and then your title. And so usually uh, whatever you put in the title of your video, that is how people are going to find your video. So you want to have specific keywords, common words that almost anyone uses like the or OMG, I can't believe this or things of that nature. So it's, it stands out. But if you were to say like, like if I was to say second breakfast versus KDR scrim for part seven, no one's going to find it. Right. But if I say, oh, my God, I can't believe VR esports is now a thing. Check out this scrim. You're going to get a lot more traction. So that's kind of how YouTube works. So here's how the monetization of YouTube works. The monetization is almost equates to that of 0 0.1 of a, of a penny per view, um, not a penny per view. That'd be too, too rich. But pretty much if you make a million views, you get a ten thousand dollar check. Okay, so now we're going to do our what-if scenario. We're going to do our, our breakdown. This is what I did for work. This is why I, I, all, I, all I do is eat, breathe a fucking calculator. So this is called the breakout. We're going to do the breakout. So you do – let me pull up my, my phone real quick. So 1 million views gives you $10,000. So then you take 1 million. We're going to run our percentile. We're going to divide that by – 100 that's going to tell me so one percent is ten thousand okay so now i want you to imagine we're going to cut one percent in half that half a percent so that's five thousand so now so you had a million people click and view and watch your video now there's a 0 0.5 percent success rate that someone wants to buy a five dollar sticker okay so that's 5,000 people. So now I'm going to do 5,000 times 5. 
that's 25,000. 25,000 plus 10,000, that's 35,000. That doesn't include donations. That doesn't include maybe 100 people buy a uh, $20 shirt. That doesn't include affiliated links where if they click on the link, you get a, a cut. That doesn't include uh, ad from ad view that's generated. So when these guys pump, pump out a video and you see that it's got like 15 million views, they probably made a hundred grand plus off one YouTube video, which is why they only make a video once a week or sometimes once a month. But it's a badass video, very high quality, you know. Um, so, anyways, so that's that's the that's the breakout. That's why they do the YouTube. They do affiliated marketing. You have merch. Uh, you have donations, and then the affiliated links, sponsorships, and then that's why those things are so big because if a million people see it, you only need half of 1% to actually click on something and you're making money. So anyways. Yeah. And then that's really, that's, it's just about, you got to build that groundwork. You got to fucking you gotta put that foundation down. All, and, and then mm-hmm. once you get that, the basics down, then it's all about like promoting and tagging properly. It is like not so not, that's not the to neglect thing. like you you have to make quality stuff like quality content people have to want to watch it too because that's how you retain your viewership and grow consistently mm-hmm. but you you got no you're right so you can have the too. most badass you can have the most badass content but if no one knows that it ex- that it exists you can't market it you can't promote it you can't advertise it right. there's no promos then no one how can like no one knows that it it exists you know so and i've experimented with the paid advertising you know it's kind of like call of duty you know pay to win yeah but so it works actually have, you know have the second breakfast youtube channel pulled up and i'm on the earn tab to see the requirements you have to nice. have 500 subscribers three three uploads in the last 90 days and then either either one of the following you have to have 29 pub no 3,000 public watch hours in the last year or oh that's nice or th- 3 million shorts views in the last 90 days holy shit okay that and, means i'm actually about to be can, monetized on youtube yeah, i'm at you 426 nice wow and, yeah and then you can do I guess you can get ads and you know the basic stuff like that, but then there's another section down past that with the requirements being a thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours or ten million shorts views. And that's the next tier up, I guess. That's what's up. That's gangster. So, See, so, that's cool as hell. And, and realistically, those aren't tough numbers to crack. Like, if you're consistent and you like can throw a good video together, like those aren't aren't bad. Um, I'm actually, I need to get back and do a little more on the YouTube side of things. Well, that's why it was the first thing I did the uh, YouTube. But here's the beautiful thing: is like different things pay different. Uh, like YouTube, right. they actually increased their payout because of TikTok, and then Facebook did the same thing. So Facebook Reels 
you know, for content creators, it actually pays a shit ton. But the catch is it has to be your own original shit. It can't be rewrapped YouTube. It can't be rewrapped right. TikTok formats. It has to be original you, original audio, period. But if you do and you can pull it off, um, supposedly those are paying out good. And so, apparently TikTok pays really well, but they also have the most expensive paid advertising of, of all three. Yeah, I um, have like a, a, a sequence of the way I do like my shorts and stuff. I will make them on my PC. Like, I'll usually use Eclipse and kind of cut them together that way. But then I'll download them and put them on my Google Drive and then download them on my nice. phone and then I'll upload them individually so that That's I can use what I do each too. individual's platforms, tags and stuff like that. And you can customize it to that platform because what works on TikTok won't necessarily work on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. So you have to mix exactly. it up and you have to figure out what works where. And that's the part that I actually really like. Like that's the, the you know, the hobbyist level for me is seeing like you having the same clip getting three different results on three different platforms. And it's really cool to see things to pop off that you didn't expect to on one, not the other. And to me, I find that really intriguing, but that's probably because I'm super ADHD and I'm like, so then I have to understand why. So then, hence, you know, sometimes being up till 2.30 in the morning, browsing through the interwebs. Right. <laughs> but, but, but no, that's, that's, that's cool. And that's, you know, it, it, it's all connected. So that's why when you have a, you know, a, a, a network, a streaming network or, or a content network, that's why they're so effective if you look at a lot of the most 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 successful content creators they all have that it's like a, it's like one of those hidden requirements you know to, to reach that level it's like a daisy chain of content creation and and it's braided so fucking strong it's, it's like a, it's like a chain and then now it's cool because now it's just going back to marketing funnels like now fun you're, fun you're yeah. funneling everything all these people, they're funneling all their people to all their buddies, and their their buddies are funneling to them. You know, so you you double dip, you triple dip, you quadruple dip, and that's and then you get this kind of like a perpetual energy machine, except for content and right. views and people, and it gets it gets fucking deep, and that's why I'm like I'm up late sometimes just going down the the, the rabbit hole, um, but. But it's it's worth it, dude. Like this 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 you know, pe we used to laughing, you know, when we hear a kid like, I wanna be a YouTuber and be like, Well, you know, it may seem silly, you know, initially, but when you when you break it down and you look at how much money these people are making, it's more than being a successful real estate flipper. And it's, it's a disgusting. realistic goal. It's it's not really out of anyone's grasp. That it's is, not that is it, willing and Really wants it's a new gold to, rush to, to go for it yeah it's, it's like who wants it more okay are you willing to learn are you willing to educate are you willing to troubleshoot are you willing to grind are you willing to you know trial by error like you you will fuck up you will start slow you will have issues and but you just one foot in front of the other and, and a eventually big, a big part you'll of get there to a big part of it is networking like mm -hmm. you, you you have to network really to to grow. I'm, I mean, look at all of us, for instance. 
Um, yeah. I, I think if really, if it wasn't for like nasty and Roddy and ID and them, like I wouldn't have the following I do. Mm -hmm. So, and that's the, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. And it's cool because everyone understands and it's, you know, like, and I gotta just clarify something like, you know, I don't, I don't believe in the get rich quick. I don't believe in getting rich at all. But I think that, you know, for people that are passionate and they love what they do and they have a real passion and they have uh, a real mindset for community, gaming communities, education, and, sh and sh it's just karma. Like you do good, good beguts onto you. And, you know, so it's not like, you know, like, oh, well, I want to get rich. It's just like, yeah, it's it's nice and it's a cool thing. Like, and, you know, who wouldn't want to have that be their job, right? So I think, you know, because there are some people, unfortunately, where, you know, I had this, it was really terrible. I forgot the name of this, this lady, but she was a successful tr uh, Twitch streamer up until she practically told everyone, be like, no, you're not important. Like, you're just, you're part of my payroll. This is part of my payday. See, but I think corporate switch like, people, damn it. I think that's that's a problem. Yeah. Just a people and so, problem. Mm -hmm. You can't be in it for, and, for just the money. Like, money. Like, you have to enjoy it. You have to appreciate all of it. The journey. Like, there's well, your customers. You enjoy right. something. And, Over and time, then, it's just going to gain in quality, and people will notice. And if you're still just doing it because you like it, only good things can come, you know? Yeah, if you're just having And then eventually, money. that shit will just click into like a, oh wow i can make money and this is how and then you might as well be doing it at that point if people are supporting it exactly. you know it's like that's really what it's about is having an audience that actually supports you enough and you appreciate them back if you've been doing it just for yourself this entire time you know anybody who just follows along that's kind of my story with it with my music and all right. that shit like people just end up being like yo i really love this and i'm like no fucking way like i, I appreciate that so much like I put a lot of time and effort and my soul into a lot of this shit. So if somebody were to just randomly come up and be like, this is really sick, that could make my week. Yeah, it, it, make my, it could make my month. Makes like, it makes it worth doing. It really does. It really it really is. And that's that's really heartwarming, actually, to, to, to hear that. And it feels good, almost like hashtag hope for humanity type of shit. And, and, that's, <laughs> and that's, it's true. It's what it's about is... You know, it's, you know, people supporting other people, their dreams and their aspirations. And, you know, it's like a good business, like a like a restaurant, right? Or like a small local diner. They would die immediately if they, you know, if they didn't support their locals. Like they're there for them, right? Like it's the same thing. Like there's this guy that I follow on TikTok. His name's Enoch. He is a different class of streamer and he does it differently. He uses, he, he's not, He's playing Apex Legends, but what he's really doing is he's helping people have a better day. He talks about real shit, talks about happiness and positivity and doing your thing. And he just uses the game as a medium, even though he's really good at it. It's just a medium. He freely admits it. Like, I'm not here to play Apex. I'm here for you guys. I want to help you guys. You guys come talk to me. You come here. You tell me what you got going on and we'll, you know, we'll work it through. And it's, it's you know, I recommend it on TikTok. You guys find him. Enoch really cool check it out you know dudes i don't believe got in TikTok. part of gold that's fine uh, <laughs> uh but but the but the but the human himself is, is a very good dude and uh 
you know, it, it, it's heartwarming. So is he somewhere else, like just TikTok or? He's probably got other media platforms. I'll look into it and I'll DM it to you because it's it is pretty heartwarming. It, it, it's pretty cool. It's just a dude that gets in the Apex Legends, essentially, and he, and he plays with viewers, and he, you know, they do their 1v1s, they do their ranked games, and he's in the highest, you know, rank class that you can get, but he helps people with their shit. He's not a therapist or anything. He's just some normal dude. It makes it more real. He's not a therapist. He's not, he's just a good person trying to help people. You know, have a good day. You, you remember when ID went through his surgery? I got like 11. I could easily. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to stream, even though he like had surgery and he felt like shit. And that was his first uh, flat screen game, Identity Crisis. He had like some crazy surgery, and uh, it was just really wholesome how the community and like he was still there for his community, and his community chat was super wholesome towards him, and it was just like right. it was really good feels. And he, like, still found a way to stream for everybody, you know? And that was pretty cool of him. He switched to flat screen for for that time period. Right? No, that's it's wholesome, dude. And it's because, you know, you create this circle. You know, it's called the circle of influence, right? And that's kind of like a two-way door, unless you throw discipline into the, into the, in the equation. But when you, you know people want to be around good positive people people want to be around people that give a shit about i got like 11 right? like people want to be a part of something bigger than themselves people want to be they want to represent something or an idea or a group right like at the end of the day like that's what it means to be human that's why these people gravitate to these things and people like identity crisis because one he's a fun dude he's very positive optimistic very funny favorite and, vr streamer 100 uh, yeah. percent I'd have to say, it, like, I give props. You you can look at it, and it's just like his entire business model is is an entertainer. That's what it is. Like, is it, and yeah. he knows it. He wants to make people laugh. What if someone's having the most shittiest day? They got, but in a divorce, they got five things of child uh, care support monthly they that they rest. have to do. They need to rest, and they got nothing else. But then they can always look forward to some wacky dude doing the craziest shit in a really immersive video game, you know, and then now they're forcing him to drink through drinking challenges. And he keeps, <laughs> you, you know, so that's, to me, that's like the recipe. And so, you know, so it's trying to under, it's just like, you know, like a restaurant, you know, it's like, you have to understand from your customer's perspective, they just had a long day. They're dealing with a bunch of bullshit. What do you think they want to see? You know? And then you, of course, people have different tastes, you know, but, um, but the, but, but the most thing is just being you. You are enough. You don't have to be anything else. You know, cool, you want to do a little cool little persona thing like some of these other people, but they're not really extravagant. They're just like, say, like the ghost of like Caldera Call of Duty. Yeah, you know, it's just like no one knows his identity. You know, he's the ghost of Caldera. He runs around only using a knife. That's cool. That's a cool little persona thing, and that's why people thrive to it or a couple other motivational you know, well, and that just highlights creators. something else. Like, do what works for you. Then that, like, Ghost of Caldera, that works great for that dude. That's solid content, right? Exactly. And and, and be what yourself. Is going to work thing. for you or me or someone else? So you and and you may have mm -hmm. to go through a work and try and do a bunch of different things before something finally you're just like, oh, this is this is it. And that's that's kind of what it's all about. Is that's right, and that's the journey. Going. 
that's the that's the that's the journey and that that's the that's a defining moment because you earned it full force wholeheartedly navigated through probably numerous shit storms and then you found the golden egg and it was actually inside you the whole fucking time you're all everyone's you know everyone's focused on the external but you know and really everything of importance is always internal you know so sometimes you just got to look deeper inside and then just not be afraid yeah. of what people think you know, because it's not what they think that matters. It's what you think that matters. Nobody realizes how much shit comes into content creation. Like, even down to the social circles. Like, I I mean, you guys know I've dealt with some <laughs> crazy shit. But, like, <laughs> oh, even aside God. from that type of, like, s- severity, like, it's just a little, like, people, like, hate. And you, you just want to make friends and stuff. And it's like, that, that shit can get kind of weird sometimes. Yeah, it, it can. I think you just kind of like I had this one guy like commenting on some of my posts just like there were these weird comments and I don't even think I don't even know what to think about them. Yeah, it's just stupid weird things that could pop up during all of this. Yeah, sorry, my brain's still all fucked up from being sick. Work around, but and then there's always what i basically mean to say is there's just a lot that goes on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see from the safe face value of your like content even just scrubbing through your shit to find that content like that takes like a good hour sometimes then if you're trying to make a reel that that could easily take another fucking 30 minutes to an hour yeah like depending on what kind of reel, what type of quality you want to make it like yeah well and then i think also another like a way to kind of help that kind of here in the topic a little bit but you you record and and stream for different things so like if if you want to make a bunch of clips and like that's all you want to do just just start recording and start like doing shit just for clips and then that's what i used to do if if, like you do your regular streams you know and if you happen for contractors yeah there then cool but that's the streaming that's like your time to kind of interact with your community and shout outs and stuff like that to just kind of spread awareness and to whatever it is you're doing and grow that way and then for like your youtube side of it you want to you want to sit down and really go to the drawing board with ideas and like overall video like what do you want to do for this whole video and then you record specifically for that purpose and yeah, a lot of people don't think that they just see like, oh, he probably recorded for a few hours and flipped it all together, blah blah blah. But there's a lot more to it. That's how yeah, I got like my storyboard. But... Yeah, right. No, that's true. That's super true. Like, you know, some of my best performing videos, whether it's YouTube or TikTok, you know, it's really ironic. Like a lot of them. I was, uh, and I don't think people understand this, like, I would have zero viewers, maybe one viewer, but I still retained, like, my energy, and I conducted myself, unless, like, I had 100 viewers, and then, you know, I had that piece of content when I went back and clipped it, or when I went back and started creating everything, knowing what I wanted, and, and and it worked. You know, and then there's, you know, then you get surprised things you didn't think that would be popular end up being popular. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. But, you know, but a lot of it, yeah, like, you know, the pain, the, I think that's the hardest part is, you know, going from nothing to something. That's a hard, that's a big, 
transition. Um, but yeah, it takes a lot of work and energy, you know. Oh, I'll be in my most motivated state with a big fat zero <laughs> right. on the on the on the dashboard, and you know. Uh, but you don't know, you know. Sometimes it works out that way. That's the one things I had to learn. It's like I have to talk. I have to keep talking, and I have to keep doing that. You know. If it weren't for my moderators, I would not be able to keep up with chat. <laughs> I'm just right. it's like that's how I started all of this was just I just want to play the game. If you want to watch, cool. Like, come on. <laughs> like it was mostly to show my uh, cousin in Ohio, like what VR is like. That's why I started streaming because I was like mind blown by the shit. And I was trying to get my friends into it and shit. I was like, fuck it, I'll just start streaming it make the clips and send it to them, you know? And uh, it just ended up growing into, like, where it is now, which I don't even know what it is, but. That's awesome, really though. Like, it's still, like, humble a beginning. amazing. <laughs> humble beginnings, dude. And that's the thing is, like, and then same thing, you got a fire. Like, like what's the reason? What do you call upon inside, like, when you got shit going on? And it's usually, like, the mission and the vision, right? And, you know, and you keep trudging through the trenches and you're like i'm gonna fucking make this because this is what i want i know what i want and you know once you i think you know that's the first thing is like you know you don't have to have a clear picture of what you want your end game content to look like but you gotta know like that that's what you want at the end of the day like like you really want it Mm -hmm. and it's real it's just like what rod was saying earlier like it's just like it's it, it it's more attainable than people think and it's 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 like you know it's like moving from place to place like i'm moving out of a you know my bubble my shell like i'm moving from alaska that that also goes back to what o was saying at the beginning of the show was change it's new like it scares people it's something different so it's i think it's hard for people to fully commit sometimes until they start seeing like oh okay people are watching this people are showing up um yeah and like it it it's hard to get your motivation if you're not seeing the return but the only time change actually scares me in vr is updates Mm -hmm. yeah that's it It, it's true and then same thing you it, it it's a touch and a feel and then you know like rod you have always done this really good like you you always got a bunch of projects going on but if you get tired and you can sense the burnout you refresh yourself by doing some other little side projects and then you take a break and then you can, you know, you always got something to kind of switch gears on. Right. And that's, you know, that, I think that's the most important thing for people. It's either you have to know how to switch gears or you have to just stop entirely, decompress, take a break and then go back to it. That's what I do. (laughs) That that really is just my short attention span. I just disappeared. (laughs) I have, I'm always random shit going on. So, but it does help to kind of like you have something to fall back on. Like, all right, like this is frustrating right now. I need to kind of step away and I'm going to focus on this for, you know, a little while. And you can kind of. Well, that also goes back to building. Sorry. Nice. I don't mean to cut anybody off, but that also goes back to uh, Mm -hmm. building an audience of people that actually give a shit. Right. Because if you do end up taking that decompression time, you don't want to just come back and see your followers are gone or like you bring back your you bring up your stream for the first time in like a week and nobody shows up. Well, see, things like that where like when you do Mm -hmm. have to like kind of take that that little break, you could still pop on and like do little updates and be like, all right, here's what's going on. You know, just kind of chill this week. Like what's going on? Just kind of like do like 
just hangout session kind of things. But like at the end of the day, where are you without the people that support you? Right. right. You're you're just literally doing what I was doing at one point, just uploading shit for one person across a few states and just being like, this must have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, it was cool. I was going, I was traveling in VR chat with Ron. Um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. And we were just jumping back and forth between all these different worlds because they were actually really cool for holding like private events and shit. One of them was this really sweet um, dance club. You're talking about Verizon? Had, Nope, nope, VR chat. Um, oh, VR chat. Yeah, and, and dude, it's popping. Like, you have entire, like, clubs. You can host, like, an event of, like, 80 people, like, that we all know, and, like, go in there, have a party. They got, like, a bar, a lounge, uh, pool tables, um, you name it, a dance floor, a giant, like, media player. And when I saw the media player and it had, like, visual audio beats and like some cool beats popping you know and i was just like oh my god i was just like i gotta talk to uh ziggy i'm just like if we have an event we can use his audio and for the event for this and da 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 and see that's the cool thing is because when people know what you got going on they run into this opportunity and then they still then they instantly think of you and then they're like oh we could do that you know, so I, you know, anyways, I thought that was a cool moment. I wanted to share with you, Ziggy, because I was like, I was thinking about you. <laughs> so I was just like, dude, that's, that's sweet. And, and, and it's popular. And then I could, I could pop up and like play like four tracks that are unreleased. They'd be bangers. Yeah. And they look, literally have a DJ like area, you know, yes. and you'd be like, I'd be like, Ziggy, spin that's, that shit. It's really cool. Well, Everybody wants to do you can also do your DJ stuff in VR. There's something maybe from Pioneer, I think. Um, yeah, Tribe XR. Yeah, Tribe. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. actually going to learn how to DJ using that. I have it. It's pretty cool. And like you get little, it it's got to be. Like, I mean, it's an official like app. That and you get lessons. Like there's lessons included in it what? that you can just go to. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm what? gonna have to yeah, try and dude, it, feel better. It will teach you to fucking straight up DJ. It's actually pretty damn awesome. Because oh, I've always shit. wanted to DJ my own work and like make it like even cooler by DJing the tracks I make. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's probably be it's, a whole another step for you. Like I would definitely it. check it out. Yeah, I've been I've been yeah like lingering on trying that out for a while because my one friend actually does DJ. His name is Buds Beats. He used to have a really sick Twitch stream of him just like going off on the fucking tables That's for like cool. a good two hours straight. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask him if he's still on. I could post it like post this link if he actually does it still. But it's really cool how he does it. And uh, I told him about the Tribe VR. He said he tried it and it was actually pretty sick. Yeah, it's so I'm gonna have to try it. It would probably help you, like, do you a lot of good for like you could do content and all kinds of crazy shit with that. You can make beats with it, and like, and I'm pretty sure you can upload like your own music to it to use in it. That would be the important part. I probably have to like put it in a folder in the Oculus or something. Um, probably. I'm gonna look it up so. Give me a minute. You guys just keep. Isn't that thing free? Camera. That's a free app, isn't it? Uh, I don't remember. Because you can even go to parties in that where people are DJing. 
from what I heard. I could be wrong, but I think I paid for it. Ew, money. Government's yeah. already taken enough of that from you this month. But but you could what was like, the name of uh... concerts and shit, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have daily workshops, um, tutorials. Loading. Like live daily workshops? Um, I don't know if they're always live, but yeah. That'd be cool. Let me see. Let me pull it up. Kind of like a, a yeah. Zumba class? You no, know, it's live. A Zumba they're, class? They're live. That's sick. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. They have them every day, it looks like. Dude, when they start making a full-blown production studio like what I do in VR, which is going to be hard. I don't know if they'd actually be able to make um, it because of the haptic feedback and stuff. In in Horizon Worlds, there is actually some full recording studio worlds that people have made and coded. I wonder if they're any good. Um, so that might be something you want to check out. In Horizon Worlds? Yeah. You know, it's funny that you mentioned VR chat earlier because uh my moder uh my sorry, my moderator Archmage, he's like when I when he got his VR <laughs> I talked him to getting it and going into VR chat, and then I brought him in one fucking time, dude, and I, I lost him. He never came back out. <laughs> it sucked him in. And now apparently he's, like, running a bar in VR chat on a nightly basis or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, like, yeah, VR chat apparently had a huge update in the past, like, month, month or two. And uh, I think I think they did a lot of upgrades to it, so it probably is worth checking out. Especially for like a second breakfast event, like a Halloween event, that'd yeah, be cool. That'd be cool. Um, so um, back to the tribe XR, you can you can put uh, your own music on there. You just have to put it in the quests music folder. Looks like. Oh okay. So that wouldn't be too difficult. I'll, no. I'll link this little tutorial right here for you. Cool. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know if I'm even gonna have the headset on by the end of the night because my head still like feels like shit. But yeah. my whole weekend was me sleeping. <laughs> it's a good weekend, shit. I guess so. I mean, not how I usually spend it. <laughs> no, sometimes it happens. There's, there's. Yeah, I definitely got sick. Either. Yeah, but it sounds uh, now much more better than two hours before. Oh, dude, yeah, O heard me the other night. I, did I sound really shitty? Oh, yes. Were you connected to, to the speech channel? You sound like like shit. <laughs> I had no idea I did did or not. I just was oh, like, yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't really feel good. <laughs> yeah. I woke up feeling like my head was going to explode. Fuck all yeah. that. Shit sucked. Thought I was going to die. But I didn't. Now I'm drinking coffee. It's making me happy. <laughs> Sometimes that's what it takes. <laughs> if you wake up with headache and the first thing you do is to connect to my voice channel. Wow. <laughs> You're a brave man. I've been <laughs> randomly connecting to O's voice channels. I don't even know how or why I end up there. <laughs> oh, Ben Lizzie. Map. <laughs> What's there, Ben Lizzie? I see Ben Lizzie here morning, in morning, Ben. 
So I'm I'm curious now of what the what's Facebook's monetization requirements. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Dude, they they want so fucking much from you. <laughs> I've been working on that for a few for like a year, and it's like I finally just got stars. I don't know. I I'm pretty sure I can do stars. So I've been able to do that for a little. Yeah, bit. and it's like who the fuck's giving you stars? Nobody. Nah. Nobody wants to give you stars. <laughs> I, I don't want to give anybody I stars. I don't. I don't mess with Facebook at all. Like. <laughs> I should. That's honestly how I've kept platform. the best community. Well, when I started out, I did. Um, I would, but I was just streaming. Like I wasn't like active or like I don't post regularly and stuff like that. And that's kind of shit that I need to work on. Well, the secret is really to find groups that are active so you can share your content to them, but not be like one of those post whores where you're just constantly spamming your shit, not really taking part of the community discussions. Yeah. See, that's, that's a good point too. Cause people do do that. And yeah, they do it a lot. And, and that's like, why I never well, really posted my stream anywhere. Cause I'm not about all that groups. Like it, there's just a lot of like spammers. Facebook doesn't do a lot to, to get rid of spammers and like scam people and shit. So it's completely community uh policed at that point, yeah. Yeah, and so that cuz I I'm a hard. moderator on contractors. And it's like you just get a list of reports and you go through those reports and that's how they do it. So to get to get in-stream ads, you have to have 5,000 followers. And Jesus. sixty thousand total eligible minutes viewed in the last sixty days, and five active videos on your page. And what platform is this? Facebook. And Ooh. then subscriptions. To get subscriptions, you have to have ten thousand followers or two hundred and fifty returning viewers and fifty thousand post engagements. Or 180,000 so, minutes viewed. What I, I can say is it's easier to get followers on Facebook because more people are on Facebook. But yeah. I have someone that has achieved that, and I won't disclose it because it's their shit, but they pretty much nodded and told me, like, it's worth it. Even just out of the gate monetization, yeah, you well, start I, getting I have the option to earn stars. I just, I, I'm not very active, and I need to be. I put them there just it's, in case somebody wants to be generous, but I don't think they're going to do much for me. So that's why I, I got a same thing. I'm in the same boat. I have to, once I actually am out of this hotel and I'm living somewhere and get my PC and, you know, get caught up on everything and, you know, start getting everything resituated and streaming again and content creation. And so I hear you. You know, it's excited as fuck for that. You know. Oh yeah, it's life changing. We should start doing like community challenges for each other and like challenging one another to like meet certain goals. I like that. Just, just to kind of drive everybody to keep keep at it, you know. Can we help right. me get affiliate so I can finally hydrate? Healthy, yeah, healthy goals. You know, it's easier like to work towards something when you got a goal in mind. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of keeps you from having to really self-regulate as much. And you could just kind of have someone be like, hey, dipshit, get it together. <laughs> right? Uh -huh. Yeah. 
check and balance. You know, that's right. Quad mentality. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Leave no man behind. Well, that's how Mr. Beast got where he is. Is It was a similar story to us, really. It's He found people who had the exact same goals that he did. They wanted to be big YouTubers making shit tons of money. And over time, they would share each other's ideas, support each other up, help each other with ideas, talk about it in the in the chats and stuff. And then, like, that's how he ended up getting his feet on the ground and really getting pushed into the environment where he could start monetizing so, like, heavily. Right. And then he started, then he separated his, you know, he had his Mr. Beast and he has his Mr. Beast gaming. And then, you know, he funneled them also once he started getting a a following. But, like, him and his crew on the gaming side of things, dude, they, they got famous for playing among us they had eight or ten people his you know his crew and everyone had a personality they had really good synergy it was super entertaining so it blew up really fast and they're still doing it like dream you know he still plays among us now they're trying to do the among us vr because anything in vr is a new niche you know um you know but that you're right you're right ziggy it goes back to you know the same thing you just that damn squad mentality. You have the networking, you got the squad, you got the group of people, everyone has the same mission. They're like, okay, we're all going to be YouTubers. All right, everyone full dive, let's do this. And then, because then it's not just one person. Now you have a collaboration of a group of people working towards the all same thing. All learning things. together, yeah. Well, and so if you missed something that you didn't learn, somebody else learned it and they'll let you know about it. Well, and that's a powerful thing because if you have a, like a group and then you have all the individuals, so everyone double dips. You get the individual, everyone's individually monetizing, and then they get a successful group going, and then they, you know, the group or the organization monetizes, and then they split it. You know, it's like it's 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 business. It's good. You know, people are doing smart business practices. You know, it, they're they're smart. <laughs> they're, they're they're smart, and then they and then and they just stay on it. So that, I'm glad to hear you use the Mr. Beast reference. That's a very good reference. Well, I mean, in, in theory, yeah, like, that's what you want to do. You want to you want to squad up, quote, to you know have all these like-minded people that really want to do shit, and you make it happen. And then you have your community that you fall back on that really is the driving force and has helped do it the most. And then you're in a position to be able to reward them and then keep growing because they're going to spread the love by be like, oh, this dude like rewards their communities and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's just everything goes back to that. Thousand percent. Nope, I totally agree. You know, and it's. You know, that's the cool thing, too. It's just. uh, You know, it's. When you got that support. You know, that's what it's all all about. People coming together. They got a mind and a vision. It's pretty legendary, actually. Yeah, because if you all have similar goals, it's Beast not just going to be talk, talk, talk. It's going to be, no we're all actually right working here. towards it. Yeah, and if we're challenging each other to, re- to reach those points, then, it, I mean, it, it's a no-brainer. Like earlier, you were mentioning the monetization with YouTube and stuff, and that brought another YouTuber to mind. What what was his fucking name? David Dobrik. Yeah. So the way he made a lot of his money was 
he was making these i think it was a 10 minute video format but he was posting them like twice a week and he did that for years and it didn't matter if he had any like um traffic like what he does now because when he did get the traffic when he finally did blow up and he had thousands of videos those people who ended up watching his last video number like 40,006 they went back and watched all his previous videos and he got paid for all the all the views on each one of those videos yes because his <clears throat> his new viewers were going back and and hitting his day one catalog and and uh watching it all the way up to his newest shit well, and, see, that's and that literally just gave him like so much money and that's how he got rich well no, i'll explain too is uh, is once those videos are up and made and good quality videos and people, you know, are liking them and they're up for a while. They're just left. Well, you continually yeah. can earn off of them, but also if they start kind of going stagnant and stuff like that, but they're, they're not pertaining to something specific that changes, then you can just go in and update your tags and play around with that and, and renew the viewership basically on those videos. <laughs> Right, like exactly. uh, Mr. Beagle, right. the most important thing for his videos were the thumbnails, and he would actually pay people to like professionally do these thumbnails, even though they didn't seem to like, you know, professional at or like the highest quality. They're, they're nothing crazy, but he would literally pay people to make sure the thumbnails were intriguing enough to click. Well, because that's the first. Yeah. Thing and when he started doing when that, his views went up. Is that thumbnail? If it's not attractive and like. You kind of want to know what what you're in for. That thumbnail is supposed to show you. And and he also said you have to you have to not be deterred because shit don't pick up immediately. Like he said, like you know, I didn't get anything for my first 500 videos. You want to know why? Because they sucked. It's <laughs> exactly yeah. what he said. He's just like you know, it's a part of the process of one of the most popular YouTuber of all time. His first 500 videos sucked. Didn't get anywhere. But he didn't quit, and, you know. He, and he he kept figuring shit out, and here he is today, you know. And you know, you're right on the monetization. So like, if you have a video one year, and then it only makes one million views, and then next year it gets another million views, you're still monetizing off of that, and that can happen year two, three, four, five, you know. Um, you know, it's just because it goes based off those views, and it's time stamped within you know, the year format. So every time you get those views, so like in a month, if you only got, you know, 50 views, okay, here's like a nickel, whatever. But, you know, so it's all really relative. You get replay monetization uh, factors. Um, and then the one detail I did forget, and I'll promise I'll shut the fuck up, is <laughs> that um, part of the algorithm for successful YouTube is... Uh, attention retention and i'll say that easier attention retention so like the videos where they watch the entire video or three-fourths of the video you know it is noticed in the algorithm so it's either you can have someone pay attention for five to ten minutes or even harder 20 to 30 minutes so that's why the shorts work out really well when you have something 60 seconds 30 seconds so that's why I started doing 30 second uh, videos in those shorts is you create another funnel and they're just highlights of your main videos to get them to watch the full video. Like what you see, here's the full video beneath and then they go and they click on it. 
But, you know, that's why those shorts work up so well because someone only has to pay attention for 30 seconds or 60 seconds. So that's, that's something to think about. I've even done full, full videos and it's like three minutes or less See, and, for an and, actual full video. And, and more to that point is... You're it not keeps my it. attention. It'll keep anybody's attention. Well, yeah, but more to that point is you're not going to know that unless you try stuff out. So you can make five videos and look at the analytics on those and see like, okay, so one was two minutes, one was 30 seconds, one was 40 seconds. The 42nd one got the most views in the quickest amount of time, but it, it died off after like a week. And the 32nd one had about half as many views up front, but had more over long term. So then that tells you that that 30 second video is doing the best. So you can kind of gravitate to that format a little more. And you just, you just have to try stuff out and not be afraid to fuck it up. It's true. Yeah. And, you know, average attention span is three seconds for a human being. So you change scenes every three seconds or you make it where, you know, there's no, there's no dull moments, you know, like I tried doing like build up moments because I did like a lot of horror and sci fi. My videos didn't perform well, but the moment that I just split them and I cut out the build up moments, and I got straight to the action. And then, you know, there and I didn't stop my videos started performing a lot better. And it was just because it was more engaging. So I had to end up, you know, splitting and clipping a lot more than I originally anticipated. But when I put the effort into doing that, I got way more reviews. Like I'm still getting passive. Like almost half of all my subscribers are passive subscribers from all my successful hard bullet videos on my YouTube channel. Like, and my not my top rated video is like pretty much street fighting and hard bullet VR. It's like eye gouge, like dick punch, and finger jab, <laughs> and headbutt. <laughs> and I'm doing this in VR, and it's really funny. But that's the right, community anyways. priorities. <laughs> yeah, that's what they wanted, I guess. <laughs> They're like, I, I, got, I got to protect them. I got to protect them. I have to show them how to headbutt properly in VR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. There's, there's just so many different platforms now, and you can basically use every single one of them. It's like, think about it for a minute. You have what? You have Twitch. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Now, yeah, yep. kick. Kick. Yeah. And they're all relatively easy to get, like, your foot in the door monetized. But just let's just say you're doing everything on all of them, like, in tandem. And you have, you know, enough to just barely get monetized on each one that could potentially work for you for a good long time because that's six different platforms that you potentially could make money from. Yeah, exactly. And they all stack. I'm, well, I'm it's sure broken. there's other ways too and more, but then you add in the affiliate links and, you know, referrals and that sort of stuff. And it just compounds. It just blows up. Yeah. It really does. You know, that's why I thought uh, it's doing uh, I really want to do more Among Us VR, but I also want to do Pavlov, like the Triple T game mode, just, you know, private lobby, just our just our crew. And because that's pretty much Among Us with guns. And like, if, if say, like I say something stupid, nasty can just point a magnum and 
headshot me and I, I just, I go quiet. My dead body falls to the ground and everyone's laughing. Probably someone's teabagging me. Mr. Havoc's running away with the 50 cal trying to snipe Giggling. nasty to revenge kill me. You know, it's just, it's really funny. It's, it's entertaining. Uh, yeah. Doing those little, we could even do, you know, like those things like shows, you know, and just script stuff, you know, kind of like machinima style, like red versus blue. You know, there's all sorts of cool stuff that you can do, you know, and, and games that have those camera functions like uh, VR chat and hard bullet, you can do anything. I technically play in sorcery too. They got a mod for cinema uh, camera function now too. Well, you can like, Tactical Assault VR is going to be really good. They have a cinema yeah. camera, a drone cam. Really? Well, I don't what? know if he released it into his shit, but he was he was showing it off, and it what was, was max. It was like max graphics with the cam, like drone cam and shit going while they were like sweeping a building. It looked really sick, dude. Wow. <laughs> Maybe I'll I can. Find, yeah. I'll try and find the video. Sweet. What'd you say it was? Tactical Assault VR. Oh. Yeah, I need to pick that one up. Oh, yeah. That's from the creator of the Deadshot Elite, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, Jarvis is making it. The guy who makes the Deadshot Elite, the Flight Pro Ah. Stick. He he owns Twisted Barrel Works on Etsy and shit. That's what it was. Twisted Barrel Works. That's what it was. That's right. Yeah, I'm all about their project, dude. Well, that's cool. It's in, you know, it's it's seeing people successfully building their first game, and it looks kick-ass out of the gate, and you know, going for function and performance, and then graphic overhauling later. It always puts a smile that's on my exactly face, cause, you know, because they're going. It's obviously okay. Well, I want the gameplay to be good for the players. You know, it's not, you know, some fancy garnish and shit. It's just. You know, they're like, yeah, graphics, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Here's a nice, fully polished game. I'll, we'll, 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 we'll roll out Games updates don't later. Have to look good. Yeah, because then the updates are just exciting. 64 you know? is just that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. You just mentioned Tabor. Games live, yeah. Like, Tabor like, is going to get crazy. Like, the roadmap is insane. Like, they are going to be... Like we thought they were pushing out updates really fast. They they're doing way more shit now. It's gonna be within the next I <sighs> think two months. Because the, um... they have investor investment opportunities most likely. Chasing them well, bags, boys. Have you seen the video of them testing out the weight system? No. No, hopefully um, it fixes a gun wobble though. Uh, I don't know about that, but no. it it slows you down. The more shit you have in your bag, the slower you're going to move. Shit. So no more pack rot and, shit? Yeah, and it will uh, expend your stamina faster. Dude, what I don't know if people are going to like, like that. Like, dude had his backpack completely filled and was just barely fucking moving. Well, how the hell are they supposed to loot if it's a loot extraction game? You're supposed to balance. Then... Interesting. I wonder if I can... Will they still allow me to hold a backpack in my left and right hand while I have a backpack on my? Because I'm, I'm I'm sure that won't I, change, but you, I don't know if you'll be able to walk. 
because this dude That'd had really one funny. backpack and it was completely full. And he was here, like, he had kind of where you could see his watch and he was walking and you could just, the stamina was just dropping, but he was barely moving. Damn. So, yeah, that, that's very the, interesting the weight system is going to be fucking crazy. Um, see, my thing with Tabor is if they don't overhaul the way the guns work, then the game is not going to be good for me because, like, it is a shooter game, you know? Yeah. So, like, some of these, like, minor gun inconsistencies, like, if I'm trying to aim accurately at a long distance with iron sights, the current system does not allow you to do that very well. So, it's here's the cool thing that, that floating, they, floating newly, on. they newly updated. You can, you can calibrate gun stock. You can calibrate your guns just like contractors and it's 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 out now so you can you can calibrate cool by sniper rifle you can calibrate by pretty much gun category you can't do it by or i think you can do per gun but you can do gun category too so you got a lot of cool different things to check out but nope they actually pushed out i used it too and it was really awesome but here's a quick tip i didn't so i shoot left-handed because i'm you know left eye dominant slash cross eye dominant um if you have anything on your chest on the upper left or right uh like a grenade or a clip it will interfere with the stock um and it will make the aim really messed up so i you know they had realistic collision i didn't even think about it so now that i don't have anything on the top left of my chest as utility or ammo or anything it, it it's a lot smoother now so i would i found that out the hard way so just sharing that to help with the gun thing that you were talking about the the pmc loadout for contractors i think it's more of a weight related thing yeah because i did pick up somebody's like level three armor and it had a bunch of shit on the top of it and same thing i couldn't i couldn't aim my gun for anything i was like what the fuck and then i started taking all the stuff off of it and i was good but now this has just been something that that that's always been a part of the game you know like your gun when you aim it it should instantly be where you're aiming it right but in Tabor, it drags behind you a little bit. And that's their idea of simulated weight. But it makes no fucking sense. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, when, when you're doing minor game, minor aiming, like pinpoint aiming, and you have this floaty floaty going on, it's not really as accurate as you are in real life. And I've shotguns in real life. I know that's not how it works. Like I spin to the left real quick, and then it's like my arms float behind me. <laughs> like no, <laughs> like, like a it has its own gravitational pull now. Like what the fuck? That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, when they put that, I'll love the game. But until then, I'm, it's kind of love hate for me. But what do you mean? Your gun behind you, or your gun is a. Uh... Dude, because of that stupid shit, I killed myself, and I got it on, I, I clipped it, too. I forget, I think it was, what did I call it? I forget what I called it, but there was this guy in the lighthouse behind me, and I, and I turned around super fucking fast, dude, because, like, I'm, I'm a G. Like, I could just do that. But anyways, I turned around 180, and I started shooting at him, and somehow within that time, I guess I did it too quick, the gun must have, like, trailed behind me and shot me instead, because I killed myself with a thompson and i'm like what wow. the fuck <laughs> yeah it made no Maybe sense. i think it's the same problem like uh throwing grenades yeah, yeah? i think that's a tracking thing it's a tracking anything. thing yes you got it because you're if, if you're, you're, throw, if you're spinning, if i go to any other game and it's fine. tracking 
go to contractors, it's fine. Yeah. Go to onward, it's fine. Well, it, it like I, I, I could say it's a tracking it, thing, well, but well, no, it, like, it's only it was, with that game. Well, yeah, and it could be the tracking code in that game. Like oh. that game is going to track differently than contractors or onward or pop. I didn't realize there was a tracking code. Yeah, I thought it was just it, a script or something. No, well, that's what a script is. A script is code. Yeah, so I tried it uh, out in a con, not in contractors, in Ghost of Tabur. Uh, I can now throw the grenade over the half map without any problems. Yeah. Oh yeah, the grenades are broken as shit right now. No, it's skill issue according to Combat Waffle. Fucking skill oh, issue. Get I know. Going. I know. I was so disgusting when they said that. But I got position for my uh, tracker here. I moved him to every time another I... corner, and now I can throw grenades without any problem. So, Darkshade, you're right with the in-game code. Maybe it's not the best. If you got optical tracking and you move very fast, you, you lose for one for one brick the tracking and your grenade drops yeah, only I, in I'm front of sure you. the game actually knows how to handle that because it's it's paying attention like it's tracking you it's 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 reading the quest or whatever it is yeah. you're you're on and if there's any kind of discrepancy between the two communicating then it's it's going to have issues it's going to it's going to lag for even a fucking yeah. half of a microsecond and You'll notice sometimes, but I think that's probably what that is. Yeah. Because I do know. What I can only take about. so much of the bullshit before it starts to get to me. So hopefully they uh, fix some of the major issues, major flaws. I think with with more updates and stuff, things will start to mesh a little better. And if and if they're planning on, you know, going long term, then they'll probably implement something that that works better as a as a weight mechanic for like simulating weight of guns. I'll tell you what. I've had I won't say the specific developers, but I've had conversations where I'm like, "Yo, why can't you do this?" And they're like, "Oh, why don't you hit up Meta? It's a Meta problem." Like they blame the headset's capabilities. So when the the well, Quest 3 drops, out, right? there or better maybe... be some serious improvements in these games, dude. <laughs> It's an easy out, like it is. You, yeah, you can't prove it's not. So, but yeah, they say, "Why don't you develop games?" Quote from said dev. So I'm like, "Sure, one day I will." Fine. I, don't know, I downloaded Unreal, the new Unreal, and created my villain arc right there. Fucking with it. Yeah, the new Unreal looks fucking... It's probably so easy to develop on, too. That's a thing. I hadn't really messed with it a whole lot, but it it looks promising. There's there's some new stuff that seems kind of neat. Just the same, same Well, there's stuff, definitely a few just, concepts that haven't been touched okay. in VR yet. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess with that. Like, I want a Gachumon training game, like, open world type thing. Like kind of like an NFT collectible environment, but more open world than just like a set thing. Yeah, there's uh, what's it called, Revomon? Have you seen that? That's what that yeah, is. Yeah, that used to be Pokemon VR. Yeah, and then it's actually it's pretty neat. Like they they did a lot with that. And Have they updated that? Because I oh, I was yeah, going to get still, into it um like a year two ago. Um, you can actually That's make cool. a little bit of money with it too, because. 
you, if you spend some time grinding and catching these rare fucking creatures, then you can mint them into NFTs and put them on the marketplace, and people fucking sell and trade them constantly. That sounds like good content too. Um, yeah, actually, it is. I actually have an account, and I haven't gotten on it in a while, so I may try to get back on it. But I, I had to sideload it through SideQuest. Yeah, that's the only place I saw it. I don't know if it's anywhere else. That's how I played Gun Raiders before it even dropped. Yeah, that's how you play Pavlov Shack on Quest is through side quest. A different build. I don't know about you guys, but the only game that really seems viable to me to actually play is Onward lately. Like, I haven't tried Breachers, though. Yeah, I rediscovered Onward, and I love it. Onward's Even if it's just standalone, I can't wait to play that PC VR, honestly. PC VR feels good. That's what I've been playing. Yeah, I play it through the Quest software. It's nice. It's a lot nicer than, than on standalone. But like Your your bullets actually go places, you know? Like, they do the damage. Mm-hmm. It's just all well thought out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's not a lot of it's, times it's where you're like, nice. that's bullshit, you know? Well, it's also really smooth. It's very polished. There's a... I, very little bugs everything works um servers are good server browser is solid the ui is solid and then there's just so much features in that they got a new game mode and it's super tactical it's really badass yeah, being rod or dabbling with it cool. yeah it's uh there was some that, that's a good thing right because they know the headset better than anybody so i guess they optimized it really nicely towards the headset mm-hmm it was really cool. Like you got, they have a new role uh, class called the Corpsman, and you can actually use a defibrillator to revive. You know, a, <laughs> they were a yelling at me when I didn't know I was the Corpsman the first time. They're like, "Get us out!" What do you mean? They're like, "The things on the you, the defibrillators." I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Communication yeah, is key. Yeah. So it's like, what's cool is like you have two squads of three on your team. So you got. Each squad, you know, obviously has the corpsman, and then you have, you can have a, you know, a squad leader, whatever. So it's like really tactical. And then you got against us another team that has two squads with two corpsmen, and you gotta, you gotta, it's like an extra extrication or something. You gotta grab something and then get to a, uh, an escape zone. It, it, it looks really fucking sweet. And then you got, you got an air drone, you got a ground drone, you got. You know, three types of smoke. Three types of smoke grenades to you know do signaling, you know, to your team. Like, dude, it's it's so legit. And the bullet physics, dude. Like, you actually have to aim ahead. You actually have to like aim a little high, like shit, like that. It's not hit scan, right? Exactly. That's the beauty of the game in general. Is like you're actually shooting the guns with physics in mind, like your environment. So it's like that's cool. Like, I tilt my gun, and I have to actually compensate for that. Whereas in Contractors, you're really just trying to tilt the gun to follow the recoil pattern. Exactly. And that's what makes it really an amazing game. And they have... Uh, fuck, there's a couple other features that made it really sweet that came to mind, but I'm having a brain part now. The drones are really um, sweet. Oh, I wish they'd add so a streamer cool. mode. You wish what? Like they a mode do. that actually shows when you get a kill and stuff. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, but you can actually spectate 
uh, in the tent though, and you can draw up a battle plan, you know, and go over it with your team well, when and you, both your squads. When you spectate, too, so if you're not cool. spectating, you can pick up a pair of goggles and put them on, and it will transport you to the field. Yeah, it turns into a cast, and then you can <laughs> cast like fly around and like get in the perspective. That's what I'm thinking shit. too. That's what I'm thinking too, man. I think that would be really. That's cool. What I was doing in between deaths, I was sitting there casting the rest of the the, the match. I'd just go on like, oh, he's going around making him walk around the entire map because they're you pitching could, tents in the middle. You could make camping it out just doing that, yeah. like just casting random ass matches on like any of them, contractors or um, onward. Onward is from VR perspective too, so that's kind of neat. Like you could just do that and probably make a killing on like viewership. Frame it like ESPN and because... type of stuff, and mm -hmm. there you go. Spectate yeah, and there, there, there's so much. There's so much or that could happen in the you game. You could do like, um, kind of like uh, shit. What would it be? Like mock commentary, like you're just goofing yeah. off, talking shit, making up right? what they're saying and stuff like that. Kind of commentary. Yeah, like I just see someone prone in a smoke grenade, waiting for someone to get close. Right. Be like, hey. oh, the fact that you can go prone now is kind of cool. Like, if you really want to lay down, like, go for it. I did that. That's what I did. I'd have my little mats, and I would just physically go prone. They have a button-enabled one too. For, I think for people now, or no, maybe they don't. I don't think so. They probably don't. Oh, God. I don't think That's so. That's what makes no. it sick. You actually have to crouch and stuff. No, I was wrong. I was thinking of a, of a different game. Yeah, you have everything's. You have to physically crouch. You have to physically go prone. But yeah, and I like that too. You know, that's that's immersive. Oh, it's also an assault. <laughs> we are. Yeah, yeah, you you must lie on the ground to get in this position. Mm -hmm. Dude, cool. I'm falling on my back because somebody pushed me through a doorway once. You know how like you fall on your ass and like if you have your gun, you point it up and like start shooting at motherfuckers. Yep. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen somebody a do that in like right. an action movie? Yeah. So that happened in real life. I felt <clears throat> sorry. That happened to me once in real life, like not real life, but in VR and contract. He pushed me through the doorway. I was like, oh, shit. I fell and I shot his ass up, dude. I was like, what? Oh, dude, it was one of the awesome. coolest one moments, of my man. very first Twitch clips is it was season one. We were just fucking off and it was oh was me, Oz, Prodigy Drone, Alex Traeger, and a couple others. I don't remember who, but we were playing on, what's that map? Durats. And I jumped off of the top bookshelf and, like, spun around and blasted the dude below. And <laughs> just ran along, and it was, it was fucking great. But that was when I was, like, streaming off of a shitty laptop. And so it's, like, you can definitely tell... Like, I had latent problems. Like, it was bad. <laughs> so cool. Original first Twitch clip. I have memories of those. That's why I like when I make clips, because I can go back in time and look at I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. That's so cool. And, and just check them out. Really nice. Those are the highlights. But yeah, onward, man. That's real. Because then you can shoot between your legs. Like if you go prone lying backwards, you can go prone forward belly crawling. It's really sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, onward, mm -hmm. onwards, a, a, definitely a slept-on game with the hype of new ones. Mm-hmm. It really is. 
they added mods, so I mean, they got custom mod maps now. Yeah, I was seeing that, and it's only PC VR that they have. Well, I mean, all mods are PC VR, I guess, but but yeah, it's uh, I was looking at that too because then it's cool because then you could do just a normal team slayer on like Nuketown too. Like that's that's cool. You can actually do that. <clears throat> That's one thing I think kind of like fucked with contractors a little bit, the mod modes, not the maps, the modes. Because remember how that one uh, hit tractor mod like had a little outbreak? Oh yeah, that's because the servers are connected. They're shared between all the types of games, whether it's modded or comp or casual, they're, they're all shared. And so if there's all these mods, then they're resource pooling these mod for these modded games and they're taking up most of you know the of the servers so it bogs down the comp ones the servers are just bad like they're they, it, 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 it everyone knows that the servers are an issue they, they've been like that forever i think we talked about that every podcast episode too <laughs> it's like contractor servers yeah. <laughs> yeah it's worth mentioning i guess <laughs> it's it's cool it's i mean <laughs> hammer on the nail like it's like hey guys wink wink um please fix this <laughs> yeah no you're, say not wrong. you're right and everything when that first happened because it, it was way too fast for the tick speed and all that with the what was it 15 percent mm-hmm. then they dropped it 10 so it's still a little faster but it somehow works so i don't know yeah, they fix it. You know, it doesn't look like people are going to puke in their headsets now with the jiggling. So that's that definitely a good sign. Was terrible. It was bad. I'm still a battle royale junkie, so I'm I'm pretty hyped for the 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 new game they're working on. Um, I wonder that one will be interesting you know, to I, to see. Yeah, because it's just a battle royale, and then you know, like any other, but it's they like, won't have server issues if it's like that. You know, just yeah. like uh, 20 people. I don't know how that works, but maybe the way it's like split the, uh, up will actually help. Yeah. So that's the cool thing with, um, I think I mentioned in a previous episode, forgive me if I did, but it's a game called Atlas Endgames. And you, it's a battle royale with hero abilities. It's pretty much Apex Legends in VR is what it is. Um, and they can have 42 players like live like in one match 42 vr players in this battle royale it's sick and they have advanced movement um i'll have to post a video where i can show it but you can slide sprint zip line you got like a type of grenade that launches you into the air you can pull out a sniper do a quick scope um you can wall run you can jump from you can wall jump so you can wall jump if you're in close quarters kind of like the matrix you can jump from one wall to the other and keep doing that until you get to the top you can climb and mantle wall climb it's really sick and but that's not what's impressive what's impressive is that it's not disorientating it's buttery smooth that was my first concern i was like ew advanced movement in vr everyone's going to be puking um but it was actually really buttery smooth that's nice too because you don't get a lot of that with 
like especially like kind of indie type games like small teams working on them and a lot of times they they'll put it out before it's ready mm -hmm. and so it's just a jumbled mess for oh six months a year two years however long it takes them to like update everything away right and then by then and like, it people have lost like interest they're like eh whatever yeah, they call that they pulled a Halo Infinite, <laughs> right. right? There's a, a, a apocalyptic mistake, but the yeah they they made the game polished first. It's a polished, and uh, you know, and then they're gonna update the graphics later, just like um, the other game you were talking about earlier, Ziggy. The well, it's tactical assault. Tactical assault. Yes, thank you, Paul. Um, yeah. So it's so it's smooth. And that's the thing that I, I liked most more than anything else is that it had smooth gameplay, had smooth movement, and the guns work. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, graphic overhaul, you know, that'll, I'm fine with that, whatever. It's VR. I'm not expecting, you know, Unreal Engine 5 yet. But that could be a really good competitive game uh, with spectating too. Um. Really is about the game. Uh, game That's really all that matters. Yeah, how smooth mm -hmm. is it from perspective? In Vale, they are they're spending the time to make new gloves and anything else, but nothing for the gameplay. And I think, yeah, game is maybe dead here yeah? now. And they switched from Unreal Engine 4 to 5, and uh, I can't see any differences yet. Yeah, I guess really technical, honestly. But, you know, I, you know, gameplay first than graphics, you know, we, we see it happen time and time again. And it's cool, these new integrations, if it makes game developers' lives easier, which is, I think, really what it is on the back end. But, you know, there's no point in having all this badass graphics if the game's super buggy doesn't matter even if the graphics are good if the game's just not smooth right like people yeah if it's not ready it's just, just like don't release something that's not released and then everyone wants to everyone's doing the free-to-play betas or okay or they not even free-to-play sometimes like hey buy our beta yeah but then you don't have to buy the full game but mm. then you can still buy yeah, this but hey don't judge us too hard because it's a beta you know what you're signing up for, right? And and I think what happens is is that they just maybe funding got cut short. They need money now. It is playable, but they need to release it. So I feel almost half the time like, are they releasing this because their hand is forced because they need more financing? Is that why that's happening, or are they just they just want the dollar now? They just want the money, or, man. It's, it's so common. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah, so that's that's where it's like, you know. I'll I'm imagine being able to tell hard. investors like, "Yo, we didn't even release this game yet, and we made millions." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, right. And then they're like, then they get more investors, and then they're like, "Okay, we'll do some trick shit." Didn't now. they just put in a new like snack food in Tabor? Well, I think that's why Tabor is blowing up. Is that you know, if you look, they almost have seventy thousand players just in their Discord. And they have way more in game, and so you can buy it right. Off. I think it's probably one of the most popular games on on Meta Quest, which is so. I think one of their investors is probably Meta or one of their 
or they're doing something right. I mean, if they're they're if they're they're making bank, which is why they're pushing out so many updates, is because they no, know they are in Steam. Three hundred sixty-six people in game now, only in Steam. For Ghost of Tabor in Steam, yeah, I yes. can imagine that the PC I VR link. Wait, what I miss? But for Meta. I think for MetaQuest, like just the default standalone, no PC VR, it's one of the most, I think, sold games right now. Yeah, it's, it's but they still put all the attention on the PC VR stuff, which is weird to me. Hmm. 234 weekly average players. That's not much. Nope, it's not much. Wow. Oh wow! Well, this was yeah. recently probably this last update made a lot of issues for people. Like, remember, people were dropping their backpacks and. Dude, I've had the backpack. Shit just wasn't lining up right. So. Just, just click the link, yeah, and you yeah, see. I, I uh, pulled it up. You see the statistics from release to now, and uh, yeah, they dropped from two thousand players in Steam. Now in the game and uh, to two hundred or to three hundred, yeah. They, yeah. Huh. You can't expect all those people to wade through the bugs for that long, man. Yeah, and they got probably better beast PCVR titles that they can do. Probably all those are all probably all streamers. <laughs> all mm. all the higher up goes to Tabor streamers, everyone else probably playing on the standalone or or, or something. Because they if they got sixty thousand members. You know, they, you know, because then that means they're monetizing off their Discord. They're monetizing off the game for people buying the game. Then they're monetizing off of people that buy the packages. And so, you know, so they got three different types of monetization funnels, not including whatever social media they have. So I think, you know, and that's smart. Like, that's the business model, right? Like, that's what you do. Why have one when you can have six? So now they can regularly update it. I heard one Super of them had the Ghost of War car. A car? Like a car with a Ghost of War wrap on it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Amazing. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. It's probably Scott. Yeah, it's the probably Church of Fish. Scott. Yeah, and he showed in, in his... Uh, yeah, in the Discord channel, yeah? Bruh. Someone is uh, posting his car, and uh, oh wait, I take my mobile phone and I go out, and yeah, three thousand dollar car wrap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so crazy. got a new Mustang with Ghost of Tabora. Uh, oh, so that's where the beta money's going, huh? And I'm just kidding. That's where it all went. That's behind his new Porsche, yeah. He has a Porsche yeah. too. Yep. Oh hell no, bro. Yeah, that's uh, why I don't agree with this beta shit. Yeah. See, but then if, I, you, if you look at the the Steam Game Hub following, it's been like consistently going up. See. Yeah. I mean, what would you guys do? Would you would you buy Porsches and shit? No. No. I probably I'd be tempted to, but not if the game wasn't playing right. Well, yeah, because if it crashes and you're still. You know, definitely putting it back into the game. Yeah, right. exactly. I don't think I would. Okay, even if I did, I don't think business. I'd post a picture of it to the community. <laughs> yeah, it's like feed the business. Like that's yeah. 
you know, you got it. You want it to grow, you have to feed it. And it's just like, okay, well, I would have just dumped, I would have just dumped like, like at least 50%, whatever I made, I'm like, I'll take 50% and I'll just throw it right back into the game. You know, because if you like for real, how much have you made? Well, I imagine it's like, oh, I can. It's like something you guys. It's investing money. It's not even an expense. It's not you're not spending money. It's an investment. So if I throw a hundred thousand dollars into the game to really accelerate and make it more badass to make more money, and I get five hundred thousand dollars back, I just made that's a four hundred percent profit margin. Like it's just like, oh, uh, you know, like it's that instant gratification versus delayed gratification they want it now instead of waiting getting something more later and holding you know that's what it is i want it now and and, <laughs> and a lot of people have like that argument of well they the developers got to eat too and yeah absolutely they do but if they want to eat long term then they'll put put in you know a little extra to <clears throat> make the long term more viable and able right. for the community to appreciate more and and want to continue to play it exactly yeah and you you don't want to like throw it in the face of your community that you're like sucking in the riches while the game's broken right skill issue exactly that's what i think dude, too, I'm right? skill issue dude uh <laughs> I'm, I'm forever salty about that video i'm not gonna lie forever salty oh, like grenade video oh yeah and it's just it's not grenades that are the problem. It's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Skill is up. Crazy. Skill is up. Yeah. You're too stupid to throw anything. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. I know, that was the craziest thing. I can't believe they even just said that. Like just talking. I shit hope they were joking. Community. I didn't see. I didn't laugh. <laughs> I was just kind of frustrated. <laughs> I, I I hate that term. <laughs> skill issue. Like I hear people say that for like every fucking thing. I'm just over here like shut up. It's not even that smart. You sound stupid. Like. Skill issue. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely like a trolley thing to say. It really is. It's just like, yeah, it's just like, hmm. And then they'll say it for like some lucky shot, like they drop their controller and it accidentally headshots you, and they're like, oh, get good, skill issue, kid. <laughs> I'm just over here, like, you hear, you hear what, how you sound? I just like, we're like, ah. Or like people that, I don't know. Like, I'm a fan of gamer lingo, but, you know, there's some lingo that just don't make no damn sense. I'm a so huge fan of the virtual teabag. <laughs> the word what? The virtual reality teabag. Or the clam slam, depending on your gender. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> clam yeah. slam. My favorite. That's the best way to go. You don't even have to say words. You just do it. Yep. And the fact that you have to do it in real life. Yeah. Just do it. Exactly. You know they're really going out of their way to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I like VR is immersive. Justice. Right? That's why I like that. Just like I can, you know, the actual tea bag or someone looks at me, I can just cock my head and then just flip them off and be like, you can't yeah. escape it. Oh, just fuck you. The interactions alone <laughs> in VR that you can do now that you couldn't do with a controller are fucking great. Yeah. I can't even really... play on PC for contractors. I don't know why. You can't what? I would have went back to making content for it, but I literally just can't get it to run. Like it'll show my my computer as my username, and then I don't have access to the bots or the online or the comms. Just single player. Wow. That's weird. They shadow banned you. 
I tried oh, to, yeah. I fucking tried to tell Lon or Blonde about it, but I think it has my IP address on the fucking name, and I'm not giving that to him. The IP banned you, bro. You're shadow banned. Maybe, but but I can get on with my uh, standalone. Well, that's 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 that's, that's the thing, dude. It's like, it, it's like <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> fucking. Oh, it wouldn't be funny I figured was I was banned. That's why I hit him up. But then he's like, seems good. And I'm like, uh, okay. So yeah, try to reinstall. Like, I tried reinstalling it, too. Did you delete all the folders, everything associated with it on your computer? I don't think so. I've never really gone into the files in my headset. Well, well is, is it on the computer you're having problems or logging in with headset? Yeah, it's just PC. Yeah, so don't. Don't worry about the piece or the headset. Then just go on to the, or you're doing it through Quest or Steam. A uh, Quest. Maybe I should try it through Steam. See oh, what happens. Well, your computer will still have a Quest folder, so just you just have to find the right folder and make sure. Like once you uninstall it, go into the folder where it was installed and make sure everything is gone for that game, and then try to reinstall it because it could just be a, a corrupted file or something. That happened with me with Blade and Sorcery, where there ended up being like it wasn't working, and it was because there was two different Blade and Sorcery folders, and I didn't know which one to fucking run. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's why. See, if I could get back into streaming actual contractors, I'll be happy because that's where I kill the most shit. And I just miss I miss like streaming it. You know, I'd, playing it's one thing, but streaming it's a little more fun because I can like go through and look for clips. Stuff so like that. that's the thing I'll say for contractors, like, you know, it's to play for funsies, casual mods and clips. Yeah, and competitively, whatever. it's not hard. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mess with any of that, you know, it was like, but if you want to go and just have fun, do stupid shit and do, you know, like, all right, frying pan duel. I did that with, who was it? I think it was Angel Baby. I think I did that. Yeah, she kicked my ass. I lost really bad. <laughs> it was really funny. It was like, I was like a celebratory like honored duelist after the end of their like 1v1 tournaments and so then I got on there and be like she's like we'll see who knows the path of the pan better and be like mm, I challenge you and I, I just dual wielding it. it I have to find the clips Nessa has the clips I have to ask her that that was such a funny fun stream she she whipped my ass I got destroyed the pan is strong I still remember the one, one time with the soaps the soap fight remember Oh, that was oh. You guys remember that mod? I did a whole video on that shit, and you I got Nessa fucking coming out of left field, just clocking the shit out of my face. She knocked me out with one hit, dude. Me, Velo, and Kragadoon. Yeah. Having a little fight club fucking on the uh, fight club. What that's Halo what it was. Garden. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. That was so much fun. That was the Halo 3 Guardian map, and we got into like the ring. It was like a ring and everything in the middle of the map. And you have like eight pedestals for the observers to just watch these people like beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it we, was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. That it was, was probably like that. contractor's high point. Was like the beginning of the mods. I'd agree. But then, then they just kept coming and flooding in the servers, and like players started getting split up. And yeah, I, man, I think if they separate mod servers from like actual base game servers that it would work way better. Yeah, they should just make it a whole separate download. Like, you got contractors and then mod mod tractors. Well, I, I don't think they should necessarily divide the game like that, but 
if they split the servers to where only the mod servers are accessible. Oh, I see what you're saying. And whereas the yeah. base maps are only on those other servers, so you don't have that crossover. Yeah, I agree with that. Because because the fact that they not, can spill into each other is is fucking weird. Yeah, and there's not as many people playing the regular maps as there is. It's mostly the comp players, the serious players, and stuff like that that are playing the the old OG maps, and they suffer. I wish the competitive players. lobbies actually like separated like server space i don't think they do none of them do yeah it's just kind of like a signal that the lobby is competitive at this point if they did that like if you made a competitive lobby and you get put into competitive servers but locked out of certain game modes because of that i think that would make a lot of sense so like you want to have access to like the silly mods and shit but you'd have access to the ones that have competition involved like star wars uh Gunsmoke and what's the other one? Team Fortress and Halo. Yeah. Well, that'd be harder to do because then you're separating mods and you really don't have a reliable way to do that because that mod is going to be tagged as whatever the uploader makes it. They could tag it as whatever they want. So it, they may figure out, oh, well, this is getting flagged in this server. So let's modify the tags on it and put it in another server so that that would cause a bunch of issues there i think right i don't know this would this is shit that makes me want to make a vr game of my own it doesn't need to be the craziest like prettiest game but as long as the function works which i'm sure you can achieve Guy a lot is the of limit, man. what's up this guy is the limit do it yeah really especially is. with the jump and how easy it can be hey hey my dog's just whining sorry oh good sid you're funny you're funny you're funny you're funny i know I, th I think going forward we'll see a lot more alternatives i think I think with the Quest 3 coming out, I think that's going to be a big selling point for a lot of the developers and bigger name studios and stuff is it's going to be the Quest 3. It's going to change start, everything, man. It's going to start driving that. I'm I'm pretty certain of it. So I think I think we'll start seeing a lot more buy-in from big studios and stuff. And I mean, we're kind of already are with Ubisoft doing the Assassin's Creed Nexus, which looks pretty, right? pretty good. So depending on how that plays out, I think that'll be a big factor. That would be cool, actually, in VR. Give, give me Ghost Recon, Wildlands, or Breakpoint. Dude, Point. that's going to be amazing. You get transported in, at a time in history, and you get to just assassinate shit. That would be cool. Yeah, well, think if they can do that with Assassin's Creed, what else could they do it with? Like, think about it for a minute. Anything. They could do it with any game, any title, any series they wanted to. Like portals into smaller experiences. Yeah, I mean they could do that too, but I mean just just any game, like any any kind of title you want to see, like just modding stuff, for instance, is opening the door for to kind of show people what VR can do. Like 
I'm playing Resident Evil 2 in VR right now, and the fact that I can do that is a fucking dream, because... Like, while you talk to us? No, not right now, just generally. Like, it's on my rotation, currently. Um, and just the fact that I can do that, like, that's one of my all-time favorite games, and to, like, step inside that game, it's it's amazing. It really is. And I, I think we're going to see a lot more of that directly from the studios and stuff like that. They're going to be like, oh, people love this shit, so here you go. If you're playing a game so much that you're literally sweating, then yeah, you know you like that shit. <laughs> yeah. like that's how I ended up liking a con. Well, not how I ended up, but like uh, Onward and Contractors and shit. Like once yeah. I realized like the gunplay is like, once I got a gun stock, that's really what it was. Because my gun stock is uh, the Dead Shadow Elite. I'm going to throw that out there again. Um, it's out of production right now, unfortunately. But it's very realistic feeling. <laughs> What's up? Oh, and I said disclaimer. This is not a paid promotion. This is not a paid promotion. You can't even buy it. And uh, But the way you shoulder it, the way you grab the pistol grip portion of the gun, the way you, you hold it, with your non-dominant hand, it's just all made so much sense, right? To the point where once you learned it, you could literally like get that immersive feeling to where you actually feel like you're holding a firearm, especially if you have the right game to go with it, which was Onward and Contractors for me. And that shit just got addicting, dude. It's like playing airsoft or paintball in, in like a two by a four by four like circle, you know, inside your home whenever you want at any time of the day or night. And that's what I loved the most about it. It's just that convenience to where you, you can have an experience that you couldn't have without that setup um, outside of it at any at any time. It's really cool. So I got super addicted on VR because of that type of stuff, just the immersive gun handling. So that's why I'm always like taking that stuff seriously. Like why you're always hearing me like being like, Ghost of the Board needs to fix its guns because it's like, dude, like... <laughs> I want the immersiveness, you know, and when the gun trail, gun trails behind your aim, it doesn't feel like you're actually like aiming a gun in real life at that point. For That's me, my biggest concern yeah, about for, games. For me, it's all about experience. Is I grew up playing video games because I enjoyed the narratives, the experience of kind of stepping in other shoes and doing stuff. And then with VR, that just like takes it to an entirely new level. Like you really can step in the shoes of someone else and play this game 100%. as a character. It's amazing. And people are afraid to try it, it seems. That's a weird part. Yeah, and that just, man, it's got so much to offer. I feel like the Quest 3 coming out, especially if they, they have that light model, I think that's going to bring a lot of attention. Uh, to the space, especially after Apple announced its headset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, had, it had people who didn't even put it on the radar, and now it's on the radar. Mm -hmm. and those are the people who are going to be like, I'm not spending $3,000 on a VR headset. What the fuck? And then they see the uh, Quest 3 come out, and they're like, wow, that looks pretty good. Then they're going to try the Quest 3 because they were interested from the Apple, and, and then those and are the people who never even thought of it before. Right, and then later on, they're going to be like, you know what, I kind of want to know what that $3,000 headset's like, and then they'll you know, potentially go that way out, route, too. Yeah, depending if you're that enthusiastic about it. But if there's Which no I, I'm already on my second headset. So I had the 64 gig at first. 
I, when I bought mine, I bought the the two fifty six, I think, because I know I have a problem. So I need memory. I need all the memory. <laughs> I'm not spending one hundred and sixty bucks on fucking memory. I will gladly. <laughs> And be mad I couldn't. It'd be buy cool more. if they let you just like plug in a hard drive instead. That'd be awesome. That would be just awesome. tape it to your head. Yeah. <laughs> or just like expandable like SD slot because SD cards can fucking hold some shit now. Like they can hold a lot of stuff. That's true. So you can just extra memory that way too. Couple little SD slots and you're fucking golden. You have almost a terabyte and they put just a couple SD slots. Now I'm not sure if if it would be feasible with running a game from an SD slot like that or not, but maybe. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm feeling like shit having stuff in this. Terabyte on on this uh, quest, yeah. I see no problem, but mobile phones also with one terabyte or 500 uh, gigabytes, so. Well, that's all the Quest is, is a Android device. Yeah, yeah, really, that's exactly what it is. It's a Android on custom firmware. Nice. Uh, the first Quest, uh, Oculus, oh, what was it called? Okay, it was one you had to put the Gear VR. That's what it was. Samsung oh, yeah, did it. Phone in. Yeah, they you loaded the Man, Oculus software the, into your phone. That was the beginning of something wonderful. I have that shit. I would I would play Gun Club VR for like hours, dude, because it felt so realistic, like shooting the Glock, because you had the one controller, right? Yeah. So it was like all the other shit didn't really make sense. So, but you take a pistol out, you can cup your hand right, and just sit there and target shoot for as long as you want. I was so addicted to that shit. Then when the Quest 2 came out, I was like, holy shit. I knew it was already good, because that was already good, you know? Yeah, and just think I of still how remember. far it's come just in, like, that we're, we're on Quest 2. I don't know if Quest 1 was capable of or did, but... That was PC VR to only. To go from the, the phone VR headsets to now is fucking leaps and bounds. But the screens definitely looked made it look way better because you had the AMOLED screens from the phone. Yeah. And well, that was another thing, too. Like, depending on what phone you had, like, you would have a good one or you would have a shitty experience. Like, yeah. There was one that I had that the phone was good and all, but what I was using it for was um, I had found a program that would turn the old school Pokemon VR or, or Pokemon Game Boy games into a VR perspective. <laughs> and it was fucking cool as shit, but it, it was kind of glitchy with the controller. But it, I played it for a while. It was pretty damn fun. But it would drain your battery. Oh yeah, your battery, your phone would be cooking. <laughs> oh yeah, my phone would be so fucking hot after that shit. I'm pretty sure I killed the whole phone just because of that VR. Yeah, and there was no ventilation. Like it would just be sitting in there, just fucking um, overheating in a box. Yeah. It was great. How far we've come. Gotta love it. My eyeballs are still recovering. No shit. Still got a twitch. He's still got a twitch. 
It's my third bull rip of the day. <laughs> I like it. It's making me feel better. Like my head feels better. But now my sinuses are all like not agreeing with it. If I don't, if I'm not up to 100% by tomorrow, I'm just going to go see the doctor. Hopefully it's not like an infection or anything. It's better safe than sorry. But yeah. it's cold. That's going around. It's nasty. I mean, shit, could have been COVID. I don't know. I was hacking shit up. My, my, it was my nose, my throat, my lungs. Everything. That's what I thought it was. We've had some like maybe I got infections going around lately. Like respiratory. Yeah, it definitely feels something like that. Yeah, it's nasty, dude. So nasty. Like I woke up, I got the chills like instantly, and they wouldn't stop. Mm-hmm. And then I fell asleep, and I woke up, and it felt like my head was inflated. Like my temples were like swollen and shit. My ears yep. were swollen. And I was just like, what the fuck? It felt so fucking painful. I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> I sat oh, in the shower dude, for like was, an hour. Every night, dude, I was up till like 2.30 in the morning because I just couldn't breathe or I couldn't, like through my nose. I couldn't breathe through my nose. Nothing wrong with my chest. But it just kept packing shit up. And I, of course, I'm spitting it all out. Like I had a trash can right next to my fucking bed and like rolled the toilet paper. It was gross. Sucked. That is gross. <laughs> I didn't throw yeah. up. I didn't have to throw up or anything like that. I thought it was food poisoning. Yeah, I but didn't like throw doesn't either. COVID last longer was, than twenty four hours? It was. I was sneezing and popping shit up that much that I just brought the trash can closer just to blow my nose and just so I don't have to keep getting up. Ugh. Vitamin C, but vitamin C, vitamin C, orange juice. Yeah, because if it's COVID, I don't want to go back to work, so I don't really know. Maybe my uh, dad had some leftover COVID test or some shit. Uh, it's one of the things where I know, you know, what the signs and symptoms are, and you know, like, dude, that's, I don't so- even know what the fuck this would be. That's the weird part. I've never had these symptoms before. That's why I'm thinking it might be COVID, but I also think it might be food poisoning. Right. Oh, so if you end up having food poisoning and if you don't take care of it for I'm a while, sure I have a scary story about food poisoning. I'll have to tell you sometime later because we got like nine minutes left. And I want to. Yeah, have, well, but... when I'm recovering from it, so I don't get paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, I just, you know, careful on that food poisoning, man. That'll, that'll F you up. That'll fuck with your kidneys. Oh yeah, my kidneys were hurting and shit. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. But I have a really good immune system, so it kicked its ass. But now I'm just like, I still got a lingering headache and stuff. But that that one night, dude, I was fucked up. That's right, dark shade. Nice. You gotta get your vitamins. I was looking for the one. That's honestly it. I think it was Stewart's mom from Mad TV. Like get your vitamins. I was looking for one of those, but I couldn't find it. Uh-huh. I get my vitamins from a a green greenish plant. One of many. One of many. Talking about mint, guys. Mint tea. Jesus, get your mind straight. Mint tea. Nobody want that shit. Yeah, when I get sick like this, I don't even take my arthritis medicine because it brings down my immune system. So I just fucking go without it, just to keep the immune system strong just to kick this thing's ass but it's way better now i'm not like i'm not as dreadful as i was before it's just lingering in the other day oh man way better than the last couple of days it's it all started tuesday or wednesday that's when it all went down Uh, but it's my head it's just brain fog 
I'm not nauseous. Water bat. Yeah, I just got to put more water, I guess. A little pedal. Honestly, water is the way. Like, it's hard to drink water when you're sick, but if you drink it, you'll feel better so much quicker. It's crazy. Yeah, I need to pump more. Oh, my God. We got I drank coffee and my headache went away. That's the crazy part to me. What was that? Probably dehydrated shit. 400 what? Was? Was? <laughs> 400 players online, yeah. This, this, the last two weeks. Oh, we got a little bit more. On it. Yeah. But... What's it say for contractors, though? What? What's it say for contractors? Hold on, I still have it pulled up. I'll check it. I'll check out. Wait. <clears throat> Let's see. Charts. 82 players right now. 24 hour, yeah, 24 hour peak, 129. All time peak, Dang. 251. What about onward? Onward. Come on. Onward. 52. Yep, 52. 88 peak, 423 all time. So they're about the same, about neck and neck. Seems like it, yeah. Oh, VTOL has 314. No shit. That's a game I got to get when it's, I'm feeling better. It's pretty cool. Damn, they do. That's crazy. Getting down. I haven't played that. I just like PvP VR game. Yeah. So, like, you guys know any multiplayer games that are actually smooth and shit? That's that's what I want to play. That's why I'm kind of leaning towards Onward lately. That depends on what you're you can Because you can go into whatever server you want, too. Like, you can go into the server that's closest to you. Pick your servers, which is nice. But that VTOL game looks pretty cool. It yes, is. I need the gunman for, for the helicopter. They have helicopters? Yeah, I got the DLC package, so I got a helicopter in Apache. But it's quite hard to uh, fly and to aim and to do the other stuff. So if you have a gunman, it's quite easier. It sounds pretty dope. It is really fucking dope, yeah. X8 has zero players right now. 11 peak and 40 yeah. all time. Ooh. It's just Steam, mind you. There might be different on Oculus, but these are Steam stats. What about Breachers? Uh, give me a second. I got two more to look up for for Velo here. Hyper Dash. What's it got? 12 right now. 29 peak. <clears throat> Excuse me. 46 all time. Now, once again, Steam. Steam stats. I don't know what the difference would be between Steam and Oculus. I'm sure a decent amount. Mm. War Dust is nine players right now. Nine, 19 peak. What's up, Kurt? 196 all time. What's up, Kurt? Well, I, that that kind of hurts my feelings there because War Dust is such a great game. It just not enough people play it. What game did you say? Well, it's it the again? same like in Survive now. Um, how to get players now? Yeah. Yeah. VR is definitely not a peak. Uh, Breachers right now is 35. 
49 peak and 346 all time. So it's doing pretty good. That is pretty good. Looks like the I'm surprised I haven't gotten that game yet, down. to be honest. Yeah, it's because I know even if the gun stock wouldn't work out with my gun stock, like I would probably enjoy the uh, pistols because I've seen people running pistols and doing really good with them. Yeah, I like a good pistol. Sometimes I'm just like, fuck this stock, and I throw my stock down, and then I take out the Glock and contractors, and that's what I usually end up doing for fun for a little while to free me up. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been no liking VR chat. <laughs> VR chat's a great place to network. The last yeah, time I, I went out there, I met this one chick who does voiceover acting. Group. So right now, I can do like in VR chat, public events and shit. You have twenty three thousand one hundred and twenty nine people right now. For what? VR chat. Holy shit! With, for just Steam. Yeah, with a twenty four hour peak of thirty seven thousand two thirty eight, and an all time peak of forty six thousand eight fourteen. Jesus. And it's it's some people are just straight addicted to it. Steadily climbed. And that's just the Steam. That doesn't include the the, the standalone meta yeah, that's right. free. I feel like VR Chat's yeah. going to be the central hub of VR. I don't think Horizon's going to end up replacing it. No. And it's been anything they'll try to buy it. It's been around since the beginning. And then it, it's the social. Like they were smart and they went for the social aspect of VR. And now that people can create and design their own worlds and avatars, like like ready player one except people just go in there and play the game and post it um imagine when the graphics get like ridiculously good dude the thing that i loved the most when i had my pc vr set up was was going on vr chat because you can use the camera and it changes your stream output to the camera camera and and the focus and and the it looks so fucking good and it felt so surreal to be like my old favorite video game iconic characters or movie characters it felt so cool and uh and then now you got all these different worlds you can do you can play pretty much any game you can do you know they even have horror games that you can play like slender man and shit like in vr like in there that's when they came out with among us vr because vr chat had a mod and they released among us vr only in vr chat and it was free to play and it was super popular and then you know a couple months you know within like eight months later or a year later or or something like that they came out with the full game but yeah like if you can build that following like before you launch it that's that's kind of the way to go too so if you look right now on that that steam database website the most played games right now Number one is Counter Strike with current of one point two million players. Oh yeah. And then uh, Dota two has six hundred and thirty four thousand. Baldur's Gate three has three hundred thousand. Cyberpunk has two hundred forty seven thousand. And then number five is PUBG is two hundred and eight thousand. But then nice. then it just keeps going. You have Apex. Um, I love Apex. An SDK kit for Steam, and then Starfield, GTA Five, War Thunder, 
Rust, Call of Duty, Team Fortress 2, and then it just keeps going for like the top 100. Let's see, what's the lowest? What's number 100? On the top 100 list is the number 100 spot is BattleBit. Yeah. Which it's got 13,000 active players. Which yeah, is those are good numbers. Quite a lot, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I like, you know, the newer games, but I think definitely for VR, like VR chat, and then mods and dude i played this pavlov mod and it was the first real like halo in vr and then they came up with its own like call of duty zombies but halo version yeah in pavlov and it was so sick i was like oh my god why haven't the game developers done this what the fuck it was so cool that was the main reason i got pavlov on PC VR was just because of that mod and it was fucking worth it. Every fucking penny. It was so cool. I could actually drive in a fucking warthog in Blood Gulch. Headshot someone with a sniper, their head explodes. <laughs> for me, I like the Black Ops Zombies mods. Like that's what did it for me. They were nice. So Yeah, it's it's so good. <laughs> but yeah, so about out of time, so I guess to recap here, Nasty had a good fishing trip. Quest 3 lenses are dope as fuck. Um, augmented reality is crazy. Neuralink in VR? Question mark. <laughs> like, for it or against it, you decide. Um, 3D printing, pretty handy in the VR space, I think. Mm-hmm. You're nothing without your followers and support your community, basically. Like, that's that's the gist yeah. of today's episode. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, we went over a lot of really good stuff. So, I can't believe it's been three hours already, honestly. That was fast. Yeah. Um, we just were nothing people, without your friends. People listening at a later date, if you want help with content or growing, look us up Second Breakfast Gaming what we're here for second breakfast so second breakfast is forever fuck if i had my piano up, i would play a little jingle damn it maybe next time maybe next, next time. time better come come prepared motherfucker yeah, yeah. intro and outro uh, beats i'll send the jingle for the soundboard that you guys can play oh, yeah because uh-huh. i can add shit to a soundboard too i'm not sure if i can use it here I, we we can still help you there, Fluff. No worries. We got you. So, I guess on that note, I'm going to cue the outro music, and everyone else, thanks for coming, and have a great rest of your Sunday. Yo! Uh, enjoy your Sunday you. fun day, guys. Sunday fun day. Yeah. We'll see you next time so in next virtual time. reality. Enjoy <laughs> reality. <laughs> oh yeah, it was fun. Good chat, good chat. It was, it was productive. Good stuff, guys. Yo.